<laughs> Damn. Uh, it's, I feel like so it, this wasn't what I wanted to bring up, but uh, anybody seen the fucking old beach? Yes, shit yes, that's the, been going around? Um, the the, the <laughs> Yes, the high concept thing. I saw, I saw like one tweet last night from a person whose opinion I usually like mm-hmm. value that I didn't understand. Like I saw it, absorbed it, that it didn't made no impact on me. I just passed it by, and then this morning Spencer did the exact same thing where he was like, "So have you heard about this?" beach that makes you old like it's a vacation destination like it's a place that you just want to go to yeah holy book i cannot get in at first alex posted something about the beach that makes you old that was the first time i saw anything about it and i was like what is this a joke about tanning uh every beach makes you old it's not unique i suppose in the sense that going to any place makes you old that you go forward and live in time Doing, yeah, doing anything makes you old. Yeah. It's not special to have a beach yeah. that makes you old. Staying in the house like makes you, just you old. You get more Going to being... work makes you old. It's just something that. Yeah. But. Two, one. Clap. All right, sounds good. We did it. Clap. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. The show where we do something different every single week, except for last week. And uh, this week, we are continuing our uh, February in June and also July by uh, having on another uh, one of our classic favorite returning guests with Sydney, who is here. The reason it's yeah. not in June. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, real quick. It, it is the last week in July. Wait, it's still February June? <laughs> we really, we haven't underlined that you that was our big theming for this, but it's really funny how far we've pushed July this. Is, is this going to come out in August? <laughs> no, it's going to come out tomorrow, so it's going to, so it actually will be in July. Ah, oh, shit, I got to make a... A thing real fast for this. <laughs> you uh, do it while we're recording. The Invincibles logo is all yellow. I'm sure you can fit our the negative space of our skull logo in there somewhere. It won't be too hard. <laughs> just put the guy in the eye. <laughs> or you could just have like think, don't it? Big, uh, big Photoshop oh, yeah, effect uh, blood splatter on our regular logo. It would be very yeah. easy. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're here to talk about the Amazon series Invincible. Uh, and I am here with the evilest Superman I could possibly find. It would be so cruel and bad and fucked up to find these evil Superman. <laughs> you could not believe how not good it would be if they showed up when you were in trouble. What if we were what? bad? bad it, would be, it would be a, it would be what a not good time. What if we had a good podcast? Oh my god, it would be so <laughs> fucked up. You wouldn't even believe it. What if please don't listen? What if please don't bad? Just listen to a regular <laughs> episode. Anyway, so uh, mm. I have... Irredeemable. Yeah. I'd say we do more Cam. Than... 
Oh, that's what it was. I was I had in my head that it the it was called inconceivable <laughs> or something. All right, so that's the Princess Bride. So that is the name of the story, but the guy in that story is called the Plutonian. So Cam, I guess that would be you. Yes. Uh, yeah, I read that in um, while I was at Disney simply because it was what if Superman was bad. The comic I saw at a comic book store there. Mm-hmm. I like read almost the whole thing. It's yeah. interesting because they make him as powerful as mm-hmm. possible, which is a, a a line that keeps getting pushed and retracted on every one of these mm-hmm. types of media is like how strong would superman be if he was bad if he was too powerful then it'd be too scary but if he's you know yeah. it's like do, how they, do they want it to be do they want it to be, be scary or do they want it to be like a, a story with a moral or do they want it to be like oh well humans could overcome superman if he truly went evil or like this story right. uh has like the same thing going on every time with just like slightly different flavors uh and speaking of that we have Brightburn seb I am burning bright. I, uh, no, hold on. The guy, the kid's name in that story is nope. really stupid. Uh, I gotta look it up. It's actually, Bert. it's Bert. What's my name? It's like Bert Brandon or something. No, it's, it's like not. it's like it's like <laughs> Brent Brendan. Uh, bring like <laughs> Hold on, Kent Clarkson. No, hold on. No, it's not that. Oh no, Clark <laughs> Lent. Hold on, I was so close. Oh my god. <laughs> Brandon Breyer. Brandon Breyer is Brightburn in the evil Superman picture. <laughs> Bra- wow. yeah. Say that say that yeah. five times fast. Brandon Breyer is Brightburn. Brand- now that it sounds Brandon like he directed Breyer's the movie. Brandon Breyer is Brightburn. 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 So Seb, that's you. Uh, <laughs> okay, I have No, that's the 2019 that. movie uh, that um, I haven't I didn't uh-huh. watch any movies in 2019. Our uh, our good friend George has seen. Did he did he have any comments on it? Did he like say, "Oh, it's good" or "Oh, it's uh, bad"? Or check the. Uh, Discord, I don't even remember. No. Or maybe Javor saw. Uh, Javor absolutely saw it without talking to him at all. I can guarantee you, Javor saw this. Um, <laughs> Ask us. Do you watch One Piece? Do you watch <laughs> Look, fuck else? you, dude. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> we also have Kid Miracle Man. George enjoyed it. Alex. That's me. Uh, Who the fuck is that? No, Kid Miracle Man is um, Kid Miracle Man is a character from uh, the series Miracle Man, which is one of the only ones of these that I would actually recommend, like reading. It's like one of the only ones. Not to be confused with Mister. Not to be confused with Mister Miracle. Uh, And if you see his outfit, not to be confused with any other characters who just look like that. Uh, So let me pull up an image of Miracle Man real quick, because it's one of those things. Is that from a comic book? A DC or anything? So it is a Vertigo comic. Um, so it's a uh, like he's a, he was an older character, um, and uh, like they brought him back, and they're like, oh, "Alan Moore, you can have him." And he's like, "Alan Moore's like, God, I hate superheroes so fucking much. I'm gonna make this guy a giant <laughs> asshole." Um, and it, it, you know, because it's Alan Moore and he actually knows how to write a story, it, it's still really well done. But uh, you have like the older hero, Miracle Man, who tries to instill values in the dipshit kid of kid miracle man who doesn't get it at all and is just like a horrible evil monster because he grows up with these like crazy powers so that's that's where you uh that's kind of where that comes in and uh, i would actually recommend this story i hope i hope in my head i am not getting it mixed up with another one of these things because that would be embarrassing but they are all the same (laughs) and uh we have someone i've already introduced hyperion sydney 
Oh, excellent. So you're gonna need to refresh. So you would have knowledge. no reason to know who Hyperion is. Nobody does. Hyperion is from the Squadron Supreme, which is the Marvel take on the Justice League. Like it's characters that they can have show up and get their asses kicked to be like, yeah, if Superman was here, he would lose. Um, oh wow! Yeah. That's that's one of the things on my list here is Diet Justice. Yes, League. absolutely. So the Squadron Supreme yeah. is one of those. Oh my god, and there's so fucking many of those goddamn things. It's like, uh, they just don't... Alright, 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 alright. I'm gonna shut myself up right now before I get on a giant tangent for something that I'm sure we will talk about later anyway. But isn't mm-hmm. that the tangent for... I suppose <laughs> so. I suppose it is a like, kind of we-got-time situation here. Uh, anyway, I am The Sentry, uh, your host, uh, Nick, and... Um, uh, the Sentry is a Marvel character who was another Marvel character who was created to be like oh, Superman. Can yeah. you must gotta remember the Sentry? He was like his bit was like oh, yeah, that he yeah. was supposed to be a lost superhero from the olden days who like got like crazy superpower amnesia, and he had a split personality so that his arch enemy was also him, just using his powers in different ways. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, he the Dark Avengers fought him. I think that's the yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Sentry. Of course, he rips one of them. Uh, Carnage, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he throws half of him to the moon, I believe. So fucking dumb. God, comic books are so good. His own, he's his own worst enemy. Yeah. Bad so Superman. Well, God damn. Bad Superman throws half of Spider-Man's villain who is on the evil Avengers who are working for the government. And then half of Carnage, I believe, becomes a... He has his own whole arc. He gets, uh, he gets Darth Maul robo-legs later, a couple years later. That's... Ooh. He's not. He's not like the. Sim- it's still a guy. So as soon as you said, guy is in space. as soon as you said he was like on his own adventure in space, I was like Darth Maul. Oh yeah. There is literally no way oh, that yeah. he doesn't get chucked into space. The crazy thing is the legs got a Darth Maul robo body. <laughs> now which one's the real Carnage? <laughs> Carnage's legs. Yeah. It's the ship of Theseus, uh, yes. right? There. It's just an. It's it is just a, a freaking Alexa or a Google Home, like on top of a of human legs. <laughs> yeah, it's a human body. It's just, it's like just a something. Drone. It's something it's there. Some legs dangling from it. Oh my god! Still fight Spider. Yeah, of course, why not? Um, sure. So. <laughs> We are here, we're going to talk about some evil Superman here. We gotta, you know, there's no way around it. Because Invincible, uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, seen the show or heard about it or heard anyone even talk about it, but that's part of the bit. This is a semi-spoiler for episode one that you can see coming from a mile away if you have seen a movie before. Um, well, but also I did want to see like how how detailed we were going to get with the episode one twist i feel like it's hard i'd say we leave it until at least the second well if the first segment's about evil superman how do we get around that (laughs) yeah there are bad super i don't know you want to just say it right now we could ruin the show address address the comparisons to the no that's part that's part of the pitch to me well that's the reason you would want to watch this yeah this isn't really a spoiler it's in the second episode well i think the twist is that there is no twist like you would think that maybe something is wrong but nothing is wrong he meant to do all did yeah. all that on purpose. Well, that's the spoiler. Right. And that's <laughs> what go. I wanted to not say for you guys. It's yeah, right, you well, don't have remove to that, that part you from the episode. Wait, that well, well, out you, you, you were the one who just said it. I know, because that's you guys I... wanted to say that he's evil, and that's the spoiler. Yes. Well, but the, and that's well he's I, bad. Well, that's, you, they don't, you don't know the extent of it for, until you watch the series. You know in episode one he's bad because he kills a bunch of people. Yeah. 
I think the ways in that's not a spoiler. That happens in the first episode. Yeah. The like reveal, the extent of it is what you find out when through watching this show. Yeah, that he's bad. Well, yes. The reasons I think that I think that the not knowing exactly why is the part that is more of like that's the journey that we should. Mm -hmm let people okay go yeah on, we can save that yeah, yeah so that's before what i, I what kept give, me interested i will give a time. nice spoiler warning before the beginning of the second segment after we give our like brief okay. rundown and then we can say okay if you're still interested okay. in watching the show cut off here and then we'll just go uh we'll talk about everything a lot of my feelings that relate it to the boys stuff are spoilerless because they're just about yeah so you know, it's funny you so. bring up the boys uh sydney because it's not <clears throat> This was something that was just in the air at the time, or in the water or something. So you're in, like, the middle of the, uh, like, George W. Bush presidency, where everyone who is alive and an adult knows, like, oh, obviously, the people that we're supposed to like, like, the, the, the president and everyone on TV, well, we, those are obvious, bad, obviously bad. They hadn't quite figured out why those things are happening yet, but, like, they, but they just know, like, oh, the big authority figure is obviously evil, and uh, war in Iraq is a huge mistake, even if they're thinking about it for a super racist reason or whatever. Um... So you're in this time in America where it's like we should be questioning things that are, are staples, but there, we don't have any nuance to the questions that we're asking. And what arises yeah. out of that is that the American superhero just gets the, the whole thing of like, what if, what if he was bad? What if it was a bad, a bad guy who did a bad thing and it wasn't good when he showed up to save you and like you had a, you had a problem? Mm. And Invincible is, for what it's worth, does not start that way. Uh, the Boys 1,000% does. The, the Boys is like all... Well, The Boys' original comic series, the Garth Ennis or Enos. Oh, my God. He's Scottish. I don't actually know what how to pronounce his name. Maybe it's Gar, Gar, He would love that. If I called him Garth Penis, he would laugh his ass off. He would think that was hysterical. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's gotten that before. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, The Boys, the comic series, is all about the, the Justice League is evil, the X-Men are evil, and uh, Spider-Man is evil. They're all around here, and they're all evil selfish pricks and they're going to cause you problems and this is about why this the whole thing needs to be taken down because it's like it's it's has the same kind of energy of like somebody in elementary school saying like i'm gonna shoot barney with a gun sort of thing and like like this whole like we have a we have okay. you know the, the, the kind of thing like i the um i hate you you hate me let's get together and kill barney yeah that sort of thing where it's like yeah. what's the the most like saccharine like icon that we have and let's let's twist it up a little bit like wouldn't it be it's yeah, just, just a, a little, little bit, bit twisted, twisted. It's, it's pretty if i may say banks. oh yeah that's a very that's like, a good just surface level you know like, go to dismaland i think that's it it depends on whether I mean, you're in when, uh, california or florida right so when the culture of the uh <laughs> 2000s comes up i always try to point everybody to Lindsay ellis's video about the music of the 2000s and her point of yeah it's it was all just very big and stupid and loud and very superficial mm -hmm. uh so yeah that sort of thing and that I sort of thing was definitely kind of what was going on you know? in the 2000s the bush era in america and uh image was rising from its image of like being like an artist owned talent <laughs> to being like a oh anyone can come here to do an independent thing like this is um this is after like the after the era of like Spawn and Savage Dragon and everything. Like, oh, people who left Marvel because they were big name artists and they had their own ideas and they created the company. And now it was more like you could come to them with an idea that you couldn't get printed at Marvel or DC, which is very funny to think that you would go to them and print a superhero book. But that's what happens. Yeah, to be like, okay, this would never get <laughs> yeah. made. 
Marvel. All right, so a guy in a cage <laughs> flies around. All right, wait a minute. <laughs> so that's um, that is the exact uh kind of thing that happens, but it's only happened because this is of course Robert Kirkman who already had a hit on his hands with The Walking Dead, like it was already successful, and people were like, "What's your next thing? I want your next thing. Give me your next thing." And he's like what if it was a bad superhero and there was a bad thing happened? Like it's, it's, but it also, it, yeah, it does. It doesn't sure? just, yeah, exactly. It doesn't just come from that. It also comes from, from very much. Uh, this is something that I'm not sure. Did you read ultimate Spider-Man Sydney at all? I don't know. Remember if that was one of the things we kind of bullied you into reading or not. Uh, uh, no, I don't remember doing ultimate Spider-Man. I think I did. Wait, maybe I did. There was like a period of time between 2011 and 2014 mm. where you gave me so uh-huh. many things that it all like i did all of the the multiverse time mm-hmm. crisis yeah, space yeah. marvel like we did oh, everything yeah. so well, it's very possible. um i know cam's read it so i'm gonna refer to him a little bit about this cam do you remember the haircut yeah. that peter parker has in that in that story in ultimate spider-man <laughs> yes uh, i hold it dear to my heart yes it's a, almost a real drake it was, it, yeah, definitely so Ultimate Spider-Man was like a modern take on Spider-Man where it's like, oh, well, all those silly stories of the 60s that created these characters, we need to refresh them to have a real modern version uh, so that that the kids can really identify with. And for the most part, it was successful. So Invincible as a comic is very much a mix of the what if Superman bad, but also a mix of like the we are modernizing the the old superhero stuff without really changing it. Like it. Wait, hold on. Is the haircut that Peter Parker has in his first appearance with the glasses and the polo and everything, is that looped or back around to being cool? It might have, actually. Are you ironically cool if you look Full circle. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was going to say, like, yeah, imagine if you saw someone in your high school who looked like Peter Parker now. And I was like, wait a minute. Would that guy be, like, retro cool now? Like, no, he'd be a prep and, and he'd suck. <clears throat> yeah, but no. I'm not going to. cool on the, the high, you know, the hierarchy or whatever. No step on the cool keyboard, please. Uh, I... Well, it's like when Andrew me? Garfield was uh, was Peter Parker, and everybody was like, too hot, too cool. Too well, he did like a skateboard <laughs> kickflip, and everyone was like, alright, this guy, I do not believe a word that comes out of his mouth. Like, this is obviously fucked up. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I found the exact thing I'm looking for. Here we are. We're gonna, we're gonna post this real quick as uh, some context for... The, this is what okay. this is what superhero comics were like in the mid-2000s. This is what oh, Ultimate my. Peter Parker looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. how, how some Leon how Kennedy hair. <laughs> well, I mean, we could. That, in that panel, he almost looks yeah, too cool. Like he, that. he still is look does look like a dork, <laughs> but that haircut and that skinniness and like, he, they'd still nail the dork vibes. Like, don't get us wrong. The I know Nick agrees. The Ultimate Spider Man is really good. It, it holds but, up surprisingly yeah. well for something it, that's made with that kind of two thousands voice. Uh, a lot of that stuff it's does kind not. of the modern template. I think it does. If you were to make a like standard spider-man whatever you would look back at more ultimate spider-man than like the 60s right you know like because that that shit he's sucking up sandman with a vacuum. it rules actually it's it's extremely good <laughs> it does it don't get me wrong it does rule <laughs> he fights like the sinister six in like the first 10 issues it's insane yeah. but um but uh yeah it's ultimate spider-man is really good in kind it is does modernize yeah. it a little. I, it's it's the goal it set out to do it yeah does it's do. and then he dies yeah. in annihilation or yeah, uh, it's 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 incredibly dumb. But that, we're not here to talk about that. I'm just bringing it up as a as like an example of like the, this is the era we're in, and this era produced so many bad superhero stories because it was like a mix of like 
the idea that, oh, everything that we've been reading up until now, it's not real. It has no edge. It's not modern. And also, a, like, a desire to strike back against that kind of, like, any kind, any sort of wholesomeness or tradition that was there. Uh, which is why you get shit yeah. like Redeemable, which I brought up earlier, and like The Boys, which uh, I don't know if you ever uh, saw me or Skylar uh, reading that, Seb, where... Uh, uh, I don't think or, so. Or, Sid, did you ever uh, see that lying around somewhere? Yeah, I don't even know Skylar. I I remember <laughs> Skylar bragging about reading a lot of Crossed. Crossed is so uh, bad. And that crossed is the same thing where it's like what if it was just the most fucked up everyone's just every worst impulse and it's like okay tanner (laughs) or whatever okay kyle they did that shit for scooby-doo there's a weird scooby-doo comic where it's like oh scooby-doo apocalypse that was that was pretty recently actually that's way too recent for that for that to be part of this but it's a dated idea even now recent yeah Man. That one's intentionally yes, crass. Yes, it is. Like, it's meant to be a joke. I, I do think that one's... That's something I really that's noteworthy with stuff like this is, like, how many layers of mm-hmm. irony are there? And there's, like, none. Like, there's, like, there's like yeah. almost yeah, yeah. none yeah. in the 2000s stuff, which is, like, so strange to <laughs> well, us now. comics used to be, like, just straight mm-hmm. genuine, straight sentiment, truth, justice. A lot of times right, characters would say what they're then, doing while they were doing it. Uh, and then you've got like yeah Alan Moore came along and was like what if there were layers to this shit but it's just so hard to tell with so much of it like are they aware that their Scooby-Doo thing is campy or like are they aware that making it this edgy is also cheesy but Um, I don't know if this is going to answer your question but a recurring joke in the Invincible comics is when Mark has to fly somebody somewhere he uh, no matter how he holds them he is uncomfortable and he's like he keeps thinking this is so gay every time he has to he always says it out loud he says this is so gay every time he has to fly a male character from one place to another and he eventually decides to pick this up um by uh picking people up from under their armpits but then they're like that's uncomfortable i don't want to do that and he and he's like okay fine i'll carry you the other way but it's really gay and it's like one of those things where it's like him talking about it like that is true to the era, but it's very like, ha ha. Yeah, it's really yeah. uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm glad gay. they removed that and actually, is is his best friend gay in the oh, comic? Oh yeah, yeah, he's still gay in the comic. Oh, okay. So he's still like, this is so gay while having a gay best yes. friend. That's very of the era. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that the other day. Do you remember how aggressively like 15 year old men talked in like 2009? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just thought about the other day, like, because I, you know, the mm-hmm. discourse with the teens and sort of our changing oh, sensibility yeah, and sensitivity or to stuff like that. Everyone, like, if, if you were uncomfortable, you would say rape or something like that, which was extremely not cool. Well, yeah, just in general, the aggressiveness. Like, yeah. I just remember classes I'd be in in high school or whatever. And looking back, it's just like, mm-hmm. what? So, yeah, the 2000s were wild for that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. Actually, that, that kind of thing comes Even up. the 90s. Uh, I was in the car with my older brother when he was here with, with my nieces, and we were driving to go pick up some pasta or whatever, and he had Lithium on, which is one of the Sirius XM channels, which is all grunge and shit <laughs> from the 90s. And so it had Nirvana on, and the song was Rape Me. And that's he's just saying, rape me, rape me, over and over again. And I was like, ugh, like, I'm uncomfortable. And then I'm like, your eight-year-old daughters are in the car. And he's like, uh, ha-ha, yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even change it. <laughs> Yeah. But that's that 90s through the 2000s was, was everybody was like super fucking edgy. Um, so this is like, uh, but yeah, that's the that's the kind of era that this comes out of. Uh, and yeah. like you see, like just the 
like, oh man, a real teenager would be talking about how uncomfortable he is touching another man when he lifts him up to save him from a burning building. And, uh, well, yeah, exactly. He's but, exactly. You know, uh, no, 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 you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's, it's true. Is it gay to save another man's life? <laughs> I mean, you are bringing, <laughs> keeping another man in this world, right? I mean, fellas, let's think about it. That's gay. Not me. In the upcoming episode that Nick and I are going to record in 2022, <laughs> the Storm... Oft-teased. Yeah. In 20XX. <laughs> Storm carries Wolverine by the back of his belt <laughs> yeah. multiple times, like he's like a handbag. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like because in on that team there are only when Banshee's around, you got Banshee and Storm uh-huh. can fly until you get Phoenix. So you only have two flying characters, and then like four other guys that need to be yeah. every time the X Jet explodes. <laughs> yeah. Every time the something happens, they Black they Bird. need to be carried like like little babies around because. <laughs> We rewatched yeah. uh, Justice League Unlimited and the same thing where like whenever the team goes anywhere it's like Green Lantern will make a bubble and pick up yeah. two people like and like Superman will just gra- like Wonder Woman will run and jump and Superman will just catch her and they all just like three people just carry the whole squad <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. I think that's half the reason though why they just like uh, Wonder Woman could fight. We're, 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 yeah. we're sick of. I'm sick of drawing. Superman can't carry six Superman people. <laughs> holding both. Yeah. Superman should just carry I, one of those gondola things, like a chair, chairlift, and just hold them around in that. Yeah. Well, the best solution is Magneto of having. Yeah. Like just his boots are made of ma- like magnet so or metal, so he his can boots are made for himself. flying. Yeah. And then his boots are made for flying. But then. We, as we mentioned on our X-Men Evolution episode, he just puts the other members of their team in windowless metal <laughs> bulbs that he carries yeah. them around in. Big orb. He takes you around like the carnival so like, um, yeah. But this whole, like, this whole evil Superman thing, I think the first thing that they have them do every time is like, oh, he's in a, he's in a bad situation where there's a bad guy. And instead of like, handing him over to the cops and saying, I believe this is your problem now, officer. He just, like, eviscerates them or with, with heat vision or whatever. Like, that's, like, the, the usually the, the place they go for, oh, he's really crossed the line this time. I, I'm i a little hazy on the details of Irredeemable, even though I'm pretty sure I read all of it. But I, I doesn't he... I think it's, like, all heat vision in that. Like, doesn't he just, like, heat vision people into, like, fractions, like, all the time? Isn't that, like, part of the thing? I truly don't remember anything about that series other than that there's some time travel involved and that they really make what i liked about that series is they really make him more powerful than superman he's not just like fast as his being bullet or whatever or fast as a locomotive like they won't talk ill of him because he can hear the whole mm-hmm. world all the time and he'll just like go there fashion, and kill you yeah yeah fascist is like a word that came mm. up a lot in my notes mm-hmm. about Absolutely. this kind of thing like the the unilateral power of like yeah and that's why everyone likes get, what are you yeah, gonna and do if you and if you want something that hits yeah. that right on the nose in the comic series the boys of course the guy wears an american uh flag for a cape and calls himself homelander and it's like what mm-hmm. if great what if, name i so I don't want to step too much on this, but I, I I haven't read the comic, but I love the boys TV. Series. The boys TV like, series is a million I times know. better than the comic. It's it's like, right. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to get this out there. When most people, I'm sure, haven't read the comic. When Nick is talking about the boys, most of the time you're you're referring to yes. The, the and comic. in this, I know he's still called Homelander. You're talking about it the... being like yes, right, 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 right. I don't. Yeah. I would like to say I think that the Amazon boys series is good. It's really good. The the comic. I was what we as a society needed at the time, but it is not good. 
<laughs> it's um yeah every time i went to buy it nick was like yeah you don't just you don't need to do that <laughs> um well because you you read all of walking dead right cam i read a lot of it i read up until uh one the really murder that everyone didn't like and then yeah a little bit after that but when did they change the artist? Yeah. Once they changed the art, I, I was like, you're still eh. protecting Walking Dead, even though I don't know. Like 15 years ago fucking the guy from I Think You Should Leave gets his head crushed in with a bat. <laughs> oh, Glenn? You've all seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim yes. Robinson. Yes. No, you can... <laughs> anyway. Um... God, I wish I he know, was on Was the there show. anybody else on, on Walking Dead? Was oh, there? Who, was, no, who yeah. was that uh, older comedian who was playing like the concertina piano like, at the church? I was smashing the plates and everything. Oh. Oh, he just died. I think his yeah, name was he Bill. Yeah, he just passed away. Oh, no. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's enough, Bill. Keep so, going. <laughs> um, so the boys, the comic, right, from the mid-2000s, they are really... Uh, Fred Willard was his Yes, name. okay. Fred Willard. Spencer, I just Incredible. looked at Spencer as he mouthed Fred Willard. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. He looked concerned, and I was like, what? And he was like, Fred Willard. Thank you. Thank you, Spencer. So, <laughs> uh, like, that's come the on the show, Spencer. So uh, he, no, so he is of course like bringing human, bringing this energy to it. This like this like you obviously can't stop me. But also since he was raised like that his entire life, Homelander's a spoiled child, and that's one of the things that like yes. they do it in different ways. They do it like um, you know sometimes Bash is like kind of paternal adult. Sometimes it's somebody who just he snapped and isn't that scary. That's kind of where they do what they do with a little bit of the the kid Miracle Man stuff. And another thing, uh, I'm sorry, Sydney. I know I, I I don't think I've ever promised not to bring up anime on your episode, but I'm gonna do it this one time. Um, Inu Yashiki Last Hero uh, is a story about like pronounce it <laughs> it's a story about uh, a, a teenager and uh all right i'm gonna mute myself i'll, I'll mute my mic you guys no it's, it's going to be over. literally five seconds uh Yoshiki <laughs> last year was about a teenager and an old an older guy who get superpowers at the same time and the teenager is a total sociopath because he's 14 and hasn't learned anything yet and the older guy's just a nice guy who's like oh, yeah. oh i'll help with the groceries with my powers and the teenager's like well well i'm god now right Nobody ever told me not yeah. to be. I'm yeah. Kill everyone and screw yeah. everything. Yeah. And I I might come off as extremely defensive during this episode and all following episodes <laughs> Evil about Superman. this type of stuff because as we've mentioned before, I love this shit. And I I almost just brought up Hitchcock as Han- you mean I like. Hancock. I don't know if I want to go that far. <laughs> Hancock. Yeah. You, you're allowed. Yeah. To like I, I would hope that you like Hitchcock. I don't know if you <laughs> are. Is it good? Oh wait, Hitchcock. Like yeah, yeah. Hancock. I mean. But, yeah, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with playing in this. No, space. of course not. The but reason yeah. I make fun of it so much is get, because it has been done so much. Not that it should never be done, but when. Oh yeah, it, and it's presented like a crazy new idea every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And when to me, I mean, Cam, anyway, who, like based on these comics are old. That are, these yeah. this stuff is based on. I mean, like, by by ratio, there's there's less of this stuff than there is you know the normal stuff. Right. So I guess yeah, that's for true. a lot of people, it is new. Like every time it comes around, like there's mainstream people who are like, whoa, the superheroes are bad. Well, part of the reason um, that this well, works now Facebook, is because of, of the, the, the Marvel here. stuff is so prevalent now. It's like <laughs> omnipresent and Disney is the wa- eye watching over you at all Omni-Man. times. Like because the eye of Sauron Disney is marketing to you at every opportunity that you should be like uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow or whatever. Like uh, because of that, when somebody says that a superhero is bad, it does feel like counterculture, even though it's also being done by a giant corporation, namely Amazon in this case. So, mm-hmm. well, another example of a, a small guy who is doing a 
concept. I don't want to just say the concept is superhero bad, but more superhero in huge quotes. Yes, realistic. that's a good way of putting it. Like I know at least. Well, actually, now four of us. I don't know if Sev, if you've seen it, but Alex has been watching The Venture Brothers. Oh recently, my god, yeah. it's oh, yeah, so good. And and you've seen a lot of it before, but that is especially season four, which we're just getting into. Like it has a lot of superhero mm-hmm. stuff in it, and it's. I mean, it's more based in like the Johnny Quest than yeah. It's more G. like I taking shit, everything yeah. that happens in comics at face value and then working on that, like to go on there. It's like, well, if he does have a car with his face on it, like who does he go to for the mechanic? Like that's that's the kind of question that Adventure <laughs> yeah. Brothers asks. It's to taking the silliness yeah. seriously. Yeah, they have the like fu- fucked up Fantastic yeah. Four, but they're all yeah, like, exactly. It's, like it's like exactly. Reed it's Richards all taken is the to same its logical extreme. It's not <laughs> but... that it's like they're edgy, fucked up. They're just. All their character traits mm-hmm. are heightened. Yeah, Invisible Woman can only turn her skin invisible. The Human Torch is just on fire all the so time. So he's just in constant mm-hmm. agony unless yeah. he's in like an oxygen deprivation mm-hmm. chamber. Yeah, but I, I mean that's a slightly tweaked example of what we're talking about. But it is well, just it's also from the exact same era. Dead. This this was I'm oh, telling yeah. you, this was just in the water in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. I would just like yeah, to say. True. Uh, the thing that has been getting this is just a quick plug for you know just me shilling for free for a corporation but the animated harley quinn show that's on hbo max right now is very good and that I've reminds that. me of venture brothers in a, in a mm-hmm. similar way where it's okay. like let's get rid of trying to do social commentary i want jokes and i want like visual gags about being a superhero and i want like the thing in venture brothers where enemies are constantly rehabilitated as team members so that you get to play mm-hmm. with them more like it's like yeah. mashing action figures together like that's totally the vibes that you get with harley quinn and it's mm-hmm. very funny so quick plug mm-hmm. for that okay. please watch it so that i wasn't sure i was talking about it with i wasn't sure because i know a lot of people who are just like oh i love harley i want i love like they're just into harley yeah. and i'm like those people i'm kind of eh yeah, about no i think, like, Seb, I think your cultural so grudges are like five <laughs> years behind i feel like you're so mad at people i, I know, who don't I'm, know i just don't wait really oh am i out of touch oh no that's savage, Nick. <laughs> I used to have that denim jacket with all the patches on it, and I could tell a lot about someone at like a college party by what they pointed out first if they came up and saw it. And the guys that pointed out Harley Quinn as their favorite were always um, capital T, capital Put on a the list. worst. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So There's what, one man I've known who liked Harley Quinn for some reason, and he was gay. And I was like, why does the gay guy like Harley? But... He wasn't the worst, so I think it's only if she's, like, a sex icon for you in yeah, terms of, yeah. I want to be... It's the waifu stuff yeah. for me. Yes, the waifu but anyway, ones that are Venture Brothers. Weird. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, Venture Brothers It does. Inconceivable. <laughs> it does, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, inconceivable. Yeah, Miracle, Miracle Man does this, uh, does this but really well, and, um... Uh, Cam, when we had our big Watchmen episode, like the, uh, Cam was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, this is I just was... evil superhero. And I was so mad. I was like biting my tongue off, like while he was talking about that. It's still, it's good, but it is realistic. You know, what if the most powerful world man in the world no, was bad? Cam, you are right. Happens. I just wish it's you like wouldn't that... say it. Is that, is it? That's, that's the only yeah. thing. <laughs> I, 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 well, I think. Yeah. I think that the the attitudes about superheroism are the are really like you can tell a lot about the people making a show and why they're making it by like how they're treating the subject matter and mm-hmm. the thing that I kind of decided was uh, like invincible like uh, the boys hates yes. superheroes and it also um, hates people it like it hates as, the world that would create superheroes here, like, in this sense whereas Alan Moore. Mm-hmm 
hates superheroes like as an institution but i think alan moore likes people mm-hmm. and sees the right, good in right. like individuals yeah, his whole thing sense. was about like us all being special mm-hmm. even if we're mortal yeah. it's why he stuff. shows you the flashes and of humanity the, uh, at the like at the newsstand like you yes. see these people who are just normal yeah, and interacting exactly. with each other in normal ways next to the the cia Everyone people who gray, don't know how to talk outside perfect. of cia people talk to each other yeah and then for in invincible the vibe i get with invincible is that they like the people making invincible like mm-hmm. superheroes and they like people yeah they like the idea the superheroes in invincible are not inherently bad and they're not sadistic in the same way that the boys has a very cynical view of like the boys believes that if you give a normal person with their normal foibles inhuman power that they they turn into mm-hmm. a fascist or they turn into an abuser mm-hmm. or a sadist. Like that seems to be what the right, boys right, believe. absolutely. And, and I would and say that Garth, you can Garth want Ennis the right is on thing, about that, and it happens anyway. Like, yeah, and like the both the show and the, and the um, the comics are putting that forward. And I think you're right because I think Robert Kirkman with Invincible, you can tell he loves this stuff. You're you're totally right. It really feels like a mm-hmm. love letter. Like the the it's really sharply written, and the jokes are jokes about. And I got this from Harley Quinn too. The jokes that are being told are people that do like superheroes and they like the absurdity or they like what, you know, what if, what if this happened? What if you had somebody who just decided one day, you know, what would you do to stop them? Um, and I guess we should, yeah, I, all, everything else I have, I'm realizing now is, is related to actual plot mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. well, we, we should, um, yeah, we've yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should uh, probably it's take a bad. brief break and then we should, um, uh, come up with a way to work the word invincible into a sentence so we can go into the second segment. Uh, if you okay. if you were to if you could uh. withstand listening to an entire first segment where we talked about the mid 2000s you'd have to be all right cut to break cut to break play the music. <laughs> has been pretty clear about how she feels. I'm nothing like my dad. I want to be just like you. I fought to keep this planet safe. Your power's got to be due any day now, son. <laughs> Morning. I'm scared, dad. What if I can't do this? Follow me. Slow down. Land. I said land. Stop! Get up. I'm actually getting used to this a little. That's not good. You need to be better. After everything he's done, how can I live up to all that? You need to decide what kind of hero you want to be. That was you! In the blue and the yellow? Why don't you meet the team after school? May we count on you in the future? Yeah, I think so. And bored of this.
wasn't ready before. Now I am. You being a superhero is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Now take me flying or I'm gonna tell everyone you're invincible. Sorry, not sorry. Gun ray is the most alien thing I can imagine. <laughs> oh no. Alright, hold on. An entire planet of Native Americans. <laughs> Speaking of coming up with a new way to do an Yes, that's idea. right. So, welcome back everyone to Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. The show where we do something different every week. Sydney, you came on this week to talk to us about the uh, Amazon Prime show Invincible, and I wanted to God, I hate being a show. Well, for look, Jeff, we'll, I, it's a good we will talk about promise. it for sure. But um, before we get into that, I wanted to know uh, how you got into it and uh, what made you decide to choose it for your topic. Yeah, so uh, my uh, my boyfriend actually, I had seen something about it or seen a video about it or something and just brought it to me and was like, hey, we should watch this show. It's animated. And I think I probably was like, yeah, you know, you, whatever. Um, we can, like, we can add it to the list. I don't, you know, I haven't heard anything about it, and then I didn't really look it up. And then he went ahead and watched the first episode uh, with his family and then stopped and was like, I can't watch this without Sid because it's per- it's right up her alley, like, too, too perfect. So then we just, we had to uh, not binge it. Like, it's something that, you know, obviously we watched it week to week when it was coming out, but um, we probably would have avoided binging it anyway because it's it's just so it's paced out so well um and i really really liked it again all the stuff i said before about the jokes feeling like jokes written by people who are steeped in this kind of story and media and also really have an affection for it um so yeah and same thing i hadn't i hadn't seen really any chatter like not a ton of people on twitter or anything talking about it and i felt like it was well made and deserved and also like Mm -hmm. everyone is in it like think of a celebrity they're in it. Like we I constantly, fucking believe. constantly. I was making fun of Cam for this because he was like, "Oh, the cast is so crazy," and I'm like, "It's, it's just because you can pause and see what everyone's voice is. Like it's just yeah, but it's still the crazy. Amazon X-ray lets you immediately know. I'm sure that was well, designed in the boardroom. I also room. think that it was probably. Yeah. I think they probably drew bigger talent that might have been booked otherwise because it was a pandemic year. Like yeah, no, I think the that a lot of great. people. I don't, don't want to undersell that. I, no, no, I just no, thought but, it was funny that. Like, I think it oh, was a. You, you could just click one button and be like, "Oh, who's that guy? Oh, it's that really yeah. famous guy." It's like, yeah. wow. I, I just think it was a good. Uh, it was. It was like a serendipitous thing that, like, I think that it benefited positively from if, uh, having if, all these people free. Yeah. If I could. Um, oh yeah, that's a good point that it was pandemic. Maybe they were yeah. working on something else. But um, if I could, because this is some something that will get me into shows, being like, "Oh, that guy I like, isn't it?" Like, mm-hmm. I'll watch that because that just works for me but and i'm just gonna run real. through you're like oh it must be a real thing jesus you know yeah it definitely JK adds Simmons a ton of merit it. to it like john ham is in the first episode and he plays the voice of a security guard for like that bit five minutes <laughs> that bit is what got me like yeah that that bit i was like i'm on board i'm sold it's a good it's definitely a good thesis statement but just real quick i'm gonna run down some of the cast that i know of because that helped me get into it if anyone else is interested so you got steven yoon J.K. Simmons, Sandra O, oh, Gillian Jacobs, Mark Hamill, Zazie Beetz, Jason Manzoukas, Seth Rogen, Zachary Quinto, Walton Goggins, who I, I I'm in love Seth with. Rogen. 
Yep, Seth Rogen is yeah. a he has like his whole episode. Kevin Michael yeah. Richardson. Uh cha 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 Clancy Brown. The Ricks or the Mortys is in this. Yep, Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland's in it, yeah. Does both of them or whatever. Patrick Cavanaugh, no relation. Um, oh. <laughs> I actually don't know if there's no relation. It's spelled the C, so it I can't be. Really you are wrong and there was relation. It's C, it's C Cavanaugh, so I, I think okay. the other guy, is that the other guy? Yes. Okay, right? I don't know. We need some sort of new All right, I'll come up with one in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah, yeah sure. Nick can do it. Or for Nick. But yeah, I... That, I what, like Alex said, I'd be like, I recognize that guy. And then you move one thing on the PlayStation controller, you're watching this on Amazon Prime, and you're like, oh, wow, it's him. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah, and it's this, and people kept showing up, and you'd be like, is that Jason fucking Manzukis? And, like, it uh, absolutely is. And also, to, he's, he's having a great him. time. Yeah. Like, everybody yeah. just is really, do, it doesn't feel like anybody's phoning it in, even though these yeah. people are, like, huge A-list actors. And it's cool that he is a comic book guy. Like, if you know Jason Manzukis, he probably read and likes invincible and it's like yeah. oh i get to play a character from invincible that's mm-hmm. that's just really cool and, God, uh, I, just, oh, I forgot about seth rogan's having jk simmons as your guy like your main one maybe the, the second character i don't know the guy yeah, like i kept waiting for him to ask mark if he was rushing or if he was dragging <laughs> <laughs> he does play that role joke. a little bit I haven't seen Whiplash, but... I, he I does a great mm-hmm. job of being the, like, stern, Stern father figure shit. kind of guy. Yeah. I actually... Yeah. I was kind of worried... Uh, like, he's... Obviously, it's J.K. Simmons. His voice mm-hmm. is great. But I was afraid that because he's been in so much stuff, because it's so easy to, like, think of his other characters, that it would be distracting. But as mm-hmm. the show went on, I didn't find that it was. Yeah, he's subtle. Like, like he it. really... No, yeah. He, he gets in a good rhythm, and he can have kind of a cartoonish... He's just like a great actor. It's he's just, Jameson, he's just you know? a really good actor. But yeah, he's just a great actor. And he's not playing it cheesy. He's playing it straight, and it's it's really good. So. Yeah, and I think the most... Um, we talked about like diverging from superhero norms and stuff. The craziest thing they do in the show is what if Superman... <laughs> and they yeah, I mean, you know, the artist, of course, <laughs> talks very, about how he was jarring, designed after Freddie Mercury. It's disgusting. And they, yeah, it's they, violent. It's, they go... But yeah, that's, they really, really go for it. up that he has Superman as a mustache. It's the worst thing he does in the series is grow that Probably, yeah. I would say that's probably it, yeah. It's a, fil- it's a filter... Or, yeah, sorry, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Is that actually is that a thing? I was gonna say it's a it's a tradition. <laughs> oh yeah, could be. It but, is no, that's oh, a real that's a real yeah, thing with oh, Viltrumites. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's, it's a cultural yeah. thing. It's wow, it's okay. a Viltrumite like. Uh, I, sorry, I forgot that he says up front yeah. that he's a Viltrumite. Um, but yeah, it's having a mustache is like just what Viltrumite men have. Like they just do that. Oh, interesting. Hmm. It's not optional. <laughs> oh. I think we can be past this. All right, so yeah, so they've got that. Oh, like, oh, yeah, well, let's that's just right. say so. Like I, I just I couldn't remember if that was part of a later on development or no. Yeah, but they well, So this is your warning right yeah. here. If you are still interested in watching the show Invincible, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, and if you don't have his Amazon Prime, but you have a computer, I'm sure you can find the show Invincible somewhere. Um, it. And, and I think <laughs> absolutely. We, we I don't think this, right? that, I think we, should, we do. Yeah. We it is a little bit on the gory yeah. side. No, so if no, that's um, not your thing, if you don't like mm-hmm. cartoon gore, then mm-hmm. and uh, any criticisms I, I have of the show are extremely minor. I think that uh, we all came away from this with a positive thing. You, you this gets the the PDLTTYLDOI recommend for sure. So if you're interested in watching it, go go watch it. This this episode will still be here when you come back. Yeah, so can it's, awesome yeah, it's not a long uh, show. I binged it in one day. So. 
So can you believe? Uh, wow, that is. Can you believe that? Um, <laughs> I was working. Can you believe that J.K. Simmons killed all those dudes? Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> Dude, it's crazy that he the do that. absolute shit out of all those dudes. That was the Man, first thing I was going to say was the the Diet Justice League. You get introduced to this whole cast of characters yeah. and it's all like cool twists on Justice League powers. They even like, have oh, a fortress cool. in Antarctica, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Superman. Yeah. 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 One, one uh, thing I love about these shows is seeing the, the what slight thing they change like in this one you have i i don't remember any of the characters names because they die in the first episode but well, the he comes back right? he's important the immortal he's the, he's the only one that he's comes vandal back. savage oh, I love how he, he just, comes back he just too. screams constantly it's so fantastic yeah he's yeah. vandal savage so you got superman and then he oh yeah so he's lived for it shows him as abraham lincoln cool. getting assassinated which is the funniest time travel reveal i think i've ever seen <laughs> I really remember that. amazing <laughs> that's so funny but then so i i have the episode on on another screen because i i it's when did this come out? Do you guys remember? It was it's last been... year, wasn't it? Last year, mm-hmm. end of the year. It's been just a little bit since I've seen it, so I'm trying to refresh myself. I think a little it bit, had but... to have been November or December, really? right? Yeah. Anyway. I feel like it came out that long, this though. year. Time is weird right now. No, I think you guys are right. Um, Literally but... anyone could be right. <laughs> There's no way to be right. But, um, yeah, so. First episode date, March the, the... 25th, 2021. Yeah, this has been this, has been yeah, this year. Been much sooner. This has been a couple months. So, yeah, like, the Aquaman guy is a fish, and he shoots water, and then you have the Batman guy, who is just Batman, he throws bombs yep. and stuff, I guess, but then you have Wonder Woman, who's kind of combined but he's black. with Hawkgirl. Maybe I'm just saying... Batman, oh, yeah, Batman he's black, but that's, he's a, black. that's a big Very twist, cool. yeah, like, on that character, anyway. <laughs> yeah, good, good change, but, like... He's black, and he has I'm a white suit. Sex- he's sexist just in saying colors. that that girl oh, is boy. Wonder Woman, but or it's just Hawkgirl or well, it's like a, there's a there's a bit of Thor in there, right? She's War Woman. She has a big hammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a movie. Thor. It's a I don't know Thor if that's Diana also thing. a Wonder Woman thing. Yeah, she's, I guess kind she's of, a warrior too. Well, but yeah, I like those. And then yeah, they have like a Martian Manhunter kind of guy, and like uh, obvious the Flash. One thing about the Flash, they in, even in the alternate versions of the Flash, they hardly ever change what he Cause does. Because it, it works, I think. Kind of you know, like I, yeah, I don't think there's much else you could like. What what else could you do? If it ain't broke, Cam, don't fix. What's like? What do you need? How do you improve on the Flash? I just find that fascinating because like I, I really love. There's a line later where Omni Man says, um, "You know, he had super speed. It's not exactly one of your A-list superpowers, which is really oh, funny." Oh, burn! <laughs> wow. I would disagree with Omni Man, yeah, but he would uh, turn cool. me into a red mist if I did. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is he to him? That's nothing. It's one eighth of his powers. But, yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, it's cool. So what I was, I wanted uh, a slash apologize for the first segment where i was trying not to spoil this but like the the guy that your main character's dad is superman and he kills the justice league which he's not on mm-hmm. if that makes sense and i that's he works with what, them but he's like a free agent superhero right it, that's like sydney said this first episode is such a good hook and like for me i was gonna watch all of the show anyway it was predestined but the mystery because i never read the comic of like why did he do that got me into the show because that's kind of what they're trying to figure out the whole time and i think the end well it's half that and it's half um not to interrupt but i think it's yeah uh you see it as the viewer you see him kill everyone but the characters don't really know it for like probably half the run and then right they don't think you're you're watching and then they're like why did he do it and then when they find out you're the whole time you're like why did he do it yeah but like i think uh to jump all the way to the end i think that i was hoping for some sort of bigger reveal when it kind of is just turns out he did it because he wanted to kill all those guys <laughs> which there's um, no real 
mystery mystery, but he does it for a reason, but... You know what I'm I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I feel guess like guess it's the, still the a mystery because you, you like, introduced to him as such a good character and you're kind of like, wow, did he really, was he really mind-controlled? Was there, were they bad? Like, you know, that kind of thing. And you try yeah, to believe that. That's what I'm kind of getting yeah. at. Yeah. I, I thought think it the, would be this, more. the swerve is more that it's like, oh, he was lying about his home planet. It's not, they don't yeah. go out to yeah, planets right. to do good. They go out to planets mm-hmm. to do bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah, he's he's a he's, uh, vanguard. He's, he's a, a Goku. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it happens. Yeah, the the entire time he was explaining <laughs> yeah, that about like... the about Viltrum, Viltrium, Viltrum, Viltrum, Viltrum. Viltrum. Uh, the entire time he was explaining, like, we just go out to other planets to just you know make sure they're doing okay, and we want to bring them up it's to like our the, level, the and it's just great. I was just like, who would do that? Why would yeah, they do well, that? And it sh- it definitely telegraphs that. It telegraphs like this is all there's definitely something going on here that you can't that you don't know about and that's the hook like cam was saying like yeah you know what he's done and you've got a pretty good idea that like you you've got a pretty good idea he wasn't mind controlled Mm -hmm. like as much as there's some of that mystery there it's really about the interplay between like the people who don't know and the the fact that he is like a complicated it's you know he's not just a yeah in in the last episode you find out like he is a more complicated character than i just want to kill everything oh yeah yeah that's maybe yeah you're right i I think it's interesting that like a lot of those uh, a lot of those alternate pitches like you know uh, reasons that he could have done the bad thing um a lot of them come from the characters in that like they really hope it's something like that and they're they really him. crushed when it isn't mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah, yeah. All it's like, give me j- any reason to forgive you for doing this awful thing. And he's like, no, I did it. No, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jumping all over the place. But the the line that I really love for this series is when... Because where this takes another turn to make it even more interesting is he has a half-filtramite, half-human son. And he's trying to be like you're you're with me right we should do this and obviously he's not with him he's like my whole yeah. life is here i don't want to conquer this these planet. are all my friends this but, is my uh, when, yeah. when he when omni man says um you know your mom my wife she's like a pet mm-hmm. to me yeah. like i <laughs> yeah i don't know like that is just such a alien. brutal cutting line to just completely it demeans him like you can't ever forgive him after that although that i don't know where this series oh. goes but God, well, it and it, just it so, also so cuts to the core of that, like, like superheroes are like a social construct. Like, we all have agreed to believe that, like, we, you know, like, or a- he's an alien, and mm-hmm. instead of being like he's an alien, and so his perception of the world is going to be completely different than ours. Idiot. Superman is an alien that's just a guy, and he got raised here, and he fits right in, and so that's kind of where Mark mm-hmm. is, the main character, his son Stephen Yoon. Like, um, that's the. Uh, like the Su- Superman. You he's raised him too well. You powerful, raised him too but... well, Omni Man. You mm-hmm. fucked up. Yes. If you maybe if you were a worse parent, he would turn on he would turn on the rest of the world. Well, he he even says that later on. He's like, I should I shouldn't have raised you as a human. Yeah. Or or yeah. as an yeah. Earthling or whatever he says. Um, I, well, the way I've defended Superman in the past when people have called mm-hmm. him overpowered is by t- saying that his weakness is the people that he's close to. You can mm-hmm. always hurt him by mm-hmm. hurt collateral damage. Like, he himself cannot be killed or wounded, but he cares about humanity, and that in itself is his weakness because you can manipulate yeah. it. And killing people or or cat kidnapping Lois Lane or whatever, you can do things. But, like, what if he didn't care and, like, you were be a, an animal? You were, like, livestock to yeah, him. Yeah, because he's... He'd be unstoppable aside yeah. from kryptonite in its various forms. Uh, but... 
which is mm-hmm. a writing yeah. tool. So it's yeah, like, well, it's, it's a writing tool for out. fights, mm-hmm. not necessarily to hurt yeah, him right, as right. a character. And of course, like the idea that um, you know when someone goes up to regular Superman and goes, "Well, why don't you just dominate the world with your uh, fabulous powers?" and he that had never even occurred to him. He had never even thought about. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like why? Why here. would I do that? Well, wh- what are you talking about? I I go to I go to work and I uh, you know cook myself dinner and occasionally I stop a building from falling over and that's just what life is like. I don't yeah. understand. I don't have any concept of how it could be another way. Whereas to Omni Man, especially because of the culture on Viltrum that he grew up in, anything that is not him is to be dominated. It is lesser, and for him, it is like picking up a, a like a an ant that got stuck and like ushering it out the front door or something. That's what, that's what saving yeah. a creature is like for him. It's su- he's yeah. a supremacist. He's a Viltrumite supremacist, yeah. like from birth. And yeah. like, um, yeah. so I mean, it's very uh, Cam, you're kind of already launching into it. So why don't you give us your uh, impressions? Uh, yeah, sure. So like I said earlier, I, from the moment they announced the show, which was, you know, years and years, yeah, ago, absolutely. years ago, it was, ago, it was a while ago, years. but you were following um, us that early. Yeah, it was animation takes a long, a long time. time ago, and, <laughs> and I was like, well, "Yeah, obviously, it, I'm going to watch this." Like, I I got Nick the first volume of this because it, you know, like in bad gift giving, you give someone something that you also like just because you're like, "Oh, they would like this. I like this." Because I <laughs> I so I never read the comic, but I know it's right up my alley. It was always on my list, and then I think once I heard they were making the show, I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'll wait for the show, maybe." But it. Uh, it delivers completely on what I like about this kind of stuff, and the cast is a huge plus. And one thing I know we're gonna, I know, is going to be brought up anytime you show some of the show or when you watch it. The animation isn't super excellent. No, like I think the action sequences have a lot going for them. I I actually kind of disagree. I know that it does look kind of cheap at moments, and like it's a little bit like it can get kind of character There's some less than elegant yeah. CG in here, but that's Yeah, pretty, the pretty, CG pretty use slim. is a little bit hackneyed. But I thought that it was creatively animated in terms of like I feel like the fights especially felt new in an air, in a field of you know, fight fight scenes and animation that's like super super well, yeah, saturated. They didn't, they didn't skimp out on the gratuitous no. violence. They yeah, no, it's when characters are walking places or talking to each other that that's the where it's coming on. But that's uh this was yeah a... i'm with nick where it's like it gets a little archery yeah. when when two guys are standing next uh-huh. to each other mm-hmm. stagnant there and were like, a couple times where i know, thought it's... they were using the 3d models even when they were just talking with a headshot and i was just like why would you do that 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 looks really weird so that's something that um, but... i find a little straight like the reason i was uh like complaining but i was complaining about the animation in our discord when i was watching the show because i it especially gets on my nerves like i obviously understand that every project has resources and they only have a certain amount of resources that you can do for a project but amazon has shown that when it comes to shows that they fund the money faucet does not get turned off and you can tell that even here yeah that, they have that's to, what I was they have so too, much money like, they don't need yeah. to they don't they don't need so to. the only reason i could come up with and this is just wild speculation but i like sydney said pandemic stuff and maybe it was mm-hmm. rushed a little bit like they were just like make the show yeah it's gonna come out it's gonna people are gonna love it mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like I definitely think that from an executive side, well, animation I, itself is the area where if you're looking at a guy with money, that's the thing they care about the least. They're like, a computer can do it, right? Who cares? Yeah. I would be interested to see it what season it two looks like. Yeah, I wonder if um, they'll change it up a little. Because 
I, you know, obviously once people have seen something and if there's enough of enough excitement about it and enough of a returning audience, like I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if it gets better, but yeah, it wasn't I, I a detraction do, for me. Yeah, they do oh yeah. They got greenlit for two more seasons. I, yeah. So I was just about to say they, whoever pitched this in, you know, in making it because it was already a comic book that exists already and making it into a TV show. I hope a dump truck of money was wheeled to their house because <laughs> it, what are you doing? Like, this is obviously going to do well. It's a yeah. comic, a superhero comic made by the guy who did the walking dead, which has 1 million episodes packed now. with famous people packed with famous yeah. people. Yeah. And like that's, and I have that's opinions I about the walking Amazon dead money came in. Like whether that's yeah, good. Yeah. Or oh not. yeah. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately, this is good. Do, but... Never good. <laughs> Brand recognition wise. Yeah. People yeah. Like that's a, that's a big, you know, and speaking, it has a lot of similar themes too, like you know, like a human bad and stuff. Yeah, like that. but I, um, I have a real monsters. Yeah, I feel like I mean it, it would take another couple seasons for me to really judge this, but Walking Dead tends to repeat itself over and over and over. Well, whereas this one, I yeah, feel like Walk it doesn't so far. Like the other Amazon comic adaptation, Wait, The Boys, uh, this makes a point of straying from its original material and mostly just using it as a basis. So I would say that if yeah. you're worried about uh, Robert Kirkman's stink getting a little too much on this, then I would say don't worry about it because they will suit their, they will use what they need and suit their own needs. It moves along at a great mm -hmm. clip and like it would introduce stuff and like, I don't know, it just, uh, such a large amount of things would happen in one episode and we would just be reeling afterwards. Just, it would end and we'd just be like, fuck, like, oh, oh my yeah. God. To that point, one thing I love about the show is that it was released. Same with the boys. They're both on Amazon. They're released mm -hmm. weekly. Yes. And I oh, was like, that was so you good. Yeah, I love it. You're more of a mark for that. I, I guess. It, it, it's I'm nice. Binger, I, I understand you guys. Yeah. It lasts longer. Yeah. It lasts I have longer. a bad, I like to let episodes like stew with me and like, oh, especially work, with I'm this, with the suspense. Yeah. With the question, you're like, puzzling over it yeah know? no like, I, yeah. I get that if you're just binging a show with a, a mystery you're just like oh i wonder if it's that and then the next episode you find out that it wasn't it's like but yeah it's and you can you can like bring up a week you know a you can try to yeah. figure it out yourself throughout the week and then come back to it well, i totally yeah, get that I but know. i'm a binger because otherwise i'll either you know stop like i'll i'll watch the first few episodes that are out and then i'll just forget about it and stop or i'll get really impatient with it so I have to watch it all at once. Uh, that's why I dropped yeah, I, off Bleach when it was still running. Oh, uh, mm. Though I also I, I also dropped off it for other reasons, but also because it was weekly. But we don't have time. To yeah, get no. Bleach right now. I did this last like, episode watching... too. I was like Bleach, mm -hmm. and then I was like, wait, I can't do that. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. Please. It's one of those things that I'm. I I personally am very happy to leave in cable TV. I I don't generally want to wait a week to watch a thing, mm -hmm. but. Uh, I also don't, I don't typically, like, for this show, unfortunately, I had to, because we're on a time scale, even yeah. though we had a month to do this. Um, <laughs> I uh, did watch most of it at once, but I do like to do, like, one or two, like, I, depending on my time and, and how that stuff works. But I, yeah, I, I get your approach. It's just funny to me that, like, oh, for a streaming show to try to do a thing that television is. Yeah, it's, def I mean, it's definitely yeah, a dominatrix that. thing of, like, make me wait. Basis, yeah, they, they well, used to has, do that when they were trying to emulate <laughs> TV more. And then they found out, oh no, binging culture is a thing. And then they released the entire thing at once. But I feel like that makes the relevancy less. It doesn't stay relevant for as oh, long. Oh yeah, people are Cultural only talking impact, about it for a certain number where if you stretch it out, it, mm -hmm. 
But yeah, so I'm I'm watching another show, Search Party, right now on HBO. But that has been out for a while, so all the episodes are out, and it, it it's a different kind of show. So it is like a mystery drama or whatever. But like I'm, well, I've been watching that for like six months because I just I don't not that into it. So I'll watch one episode and then I'll wait. Yeah, like it's two the way you don't have much else to do. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is fine. It is really yeah, but that. I don't know, that kind of works more for me. It helps me be more engaged when I watch it, when I space it out, at least day to day. Like, I'll watch one a day or something. Them doing but... it weekly has big, like, brick-and-mortar Amazon mm, books. Yeah, it's energy. like looping back around. Yeah, like, I want to find hey, one. this newfangled thing that's a physical <laughs> building with physical... We I want to find one of those, and we I want to go. We have to go. We no, you don't have no? to go. There was one in Austin at the Domain, and it's just a Borders, Seb. It's a Borders with an Amazon logo on it. Like It's a Borders? It's, borders you know, doesn't it's, exist it's anymore. I have to go. <laughs> it's a bookstore. Picture okay. a bookstore. Like a That's what it's they invented. It's Barnes um, & Noble. <laughs> less, less religious board games or whatever. Okay. But, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I have a stuff there. Yeah, it's, I knew I was going to like it from the beginning, because it's not... It doesn't change the formula too, too much. Like, it does the other thing that um, slightly uh, alternated super sh- uh, superhero shows do of, like, having a character that's like, what if his power was this? Like, the, C- the secret FBI shield guy, like, can just teleport. Like, that's his thing. And it's I think it's technological, but... Yeah, I think he goes like, through, like, cell phones and computers and shit. He comes out of them, doesn't oh, he? Oh, really? Nick, can you confirm what what what, what like, is he doing? What do you like? Walton Goggins. I yeah, think he just teleports. I don't know what you're. Scarface looking, man. Um, towards the end. Yeah. Towards the end, they put they like said he had to have like a wrist. Yeah, it is it is a teleporting. But yeah, I but think I think he, he, just he does something weird. Like I didn't feel like it was just no. Teleportation. It's no. It definitely like he, he does like uh, a, okay. a hologram bit at some point too, where he just projects yeah. his image. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, it doesn't doesn't matter it doesn't that. But he also teleports. Yes. Okay. It's like. Yeah, you know, the I show think... is good when the uh, government, like, like G Man, is one mm. of my favorite characters. Yeah, I think like, I just the fact I really that they like make that. You like and empathize with, like somebody who's essentially like you think the handlers and the boys, mm-hmm. you know, are just these like corporate goons that you don't care much about one way or the other. And I really, really liked the because uh, for him, he's a person, and so obviously like this relationship he has with this super alien is a lot more personal and so that like pathos with their friendship and i just really like cecil that's mm-hmm. all walter goggins yeah. did a great and job yeah he's he's and definitely he's, he was one of our favorite parts yeah he's also friendly with um what's her name the wife the mom oh she's fantastic yeah, yeah. sandra mm-hmm. o's character yeah and and I really, really he like you know he feels really bad for her you know and he's trying to protect her yeah, and those Mark. three epitomize like what sydney was saying before of like oh or and alex um like we know what's happening but we got yeah hope it's exactly that's but mm-hmm. he is also like prepared for it to be that as much um, as he can be one but... of the gigantic improvements oh, that so they good, made man. over the original comic which is uh, i feel like my uh impressions are largely going to be and here's this other thing that they did better than the the comic for 2006 but um <laughs> uh w- <laughs> Damien Darkblood, right? The detective, the the guy who's basically yeah. Oh, I fucking love him, him like who, fucking Hellboy yeah, coming. The up. guy who's basically Hellboy slash Etrigan yep. the Demon slash the, you know a detective uh, 
the question. Which I love those demon boys yeah. so much. Give me these demon detective boys. They said his name yeah. was Demon Detective, and I literally out loud yeah. was like, fuck. Damien yes. Darkblood, <laughs> like, he's, yeah. he's yes. basically Hellboy. <laughs> he's basically you. Etrigan the Demon. He's basically Rorschach. He's basically the question. He's all those characters rolled up into one, and he's voiced by Clancy Brown, so you know he's going to be a great character. But the I thing didn't is, realize that. Voiced by all-time animation yes. great. So Clancy the reason Brown. that he, well, uh, one great. of the things that they do in the comic is in the comic, he shows up from hell after uh, Omni-Man has left Earth. And he's like, guys, I know who killed the Guardians of the Globe. And everyone's like, oh, we already know that now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they, know, they, they, they use it as a joke. <laughs> like, uh, Invincible, the comic, is a lot more, like, it will use entire characters as jokes more often. Uh, but, like, yeah. using him for drama and making it serious is, I think, a lot more effective than that joke ever was. So I, I like that, that a lot. Yeah. And, of course... By tying that arc into Debbie Grayson's thing, uh, the, the you know um, Mark's mom, like by tying their their arcs together, you get more drama about like oh does all right obviously obviously Debbie knows, but does you know does uh, Omni Man know that she knows and like who knows like where are we in, in the like who yeah exactly where knows. are we in this web? It had a lot of interesting kind of like it it when I was thinking about it during the week or whatever, like it had an interesting take on like the idea that even the people that you know the the most, that you are the closest to, that you love and like your partners in life mm-hmm. like are opaque. Their 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 mind is unknowable you can to never you. Never truly know a person. You can't. It's and so watching her go through that is such a human, like small story that's in this larger superhero narrative and it makes you like afraid for her also because we know what he's capable of and she doesn't know yet and so that's Mm -hmm. the suspense is like does this woman know how much danger she's in and if he finds out she knows is she gonna is is she safe like is something bad gonna happen yeah does he actually love her or does he not actually love her and and is just gonna squash her like an ant and because those things exist in our culture in conversation with things like Mm -hmm. superman and lois lane like that's why it's so cool and it's such an interesting fantasy to play in like what if things went this way? And it's totally, again, the boys, what if superheroes were bad, actually? But uh, it does it in ways that I haven't seen done before. It asks questions that, like, I don't know. I, I really appreciated it. As a, as a aficionado yeah, of cape shit, I liked those oh, small yeah. human moments about, like, because I've, I don't know, I've been living at home for the last year, and I think we've all felt that way, especially about our parents at some point. Like, they had a whole life prior to us that is mm-hmm. unknowable to us. Like, is a... Yeah. You know, we can never. I ask questions and I just about liked seeing yeah. that played out to its extreme. Yeah, I ask questions um, with a super dad about my parents and, and what they did before constantly because I just want to know, like, what did you do for the first? My dad, like, the first forty-seven years, and my mom, the first thirty-seven years of your life. Like, what were you doing during that? And what if it's three thousand years and he's an alien? Yeah, or yeah, um, you today know? I, I was like, hey, dad, I don't know, I literally know nothing about your mom because uh, my dad's mom died before I was born. And he's like, huh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, that's not a great way to start that. Yeah. Out. <laughs> well, I, first I asked like, how did she end up over here? This is a tangent. Um, and he, he yeah, was like, what, but how I did think they... you're both getting yeah. at something how did I wanted to bring up, Grandpa which is, and her this really gets into the almost a lot of people can relate to the fact of the, it's immediate like tug at heartstrings of like what if my dad was a murderer and like, mm-hmm. it's just like that works because you have that parental and what justification bond, would like, be enough for me yeah. yeah and like how what it what would he have to say for me to forgive him it's like a 
well, but it just works so well because it, every almost what if everyone he didn't can care relate. If you to forgave that. him, yeah, yeah. And it, that's that I really love about the show. I mean, I mentioned the cast. I really like the the art is really good. Like the costumes and like just the, really the like stuff the that building. superhero shows mm-hmm. do. Of like, oh, I'm going to design a modern costume because a lot of costumes are created from old stuff or modernized older stuff. Still, like I love mark's costume because it is like it's practical in a way and like still looks good and it has like his logo built in and a smart like way it's just yeah the haircut out is the one thing that i love it i like it ear holes and the hair no i was telling spencer it's real gambit uh, vibes we were looking at like i think a magic the Mm -hmm. gathering designs or something and i was like it's got my favorite thing the the back of neck thing because as a cosplayer again there are certain certain things i see in co- in costumes where i'm like physically oh, yeah. doesn't it can't exist impossible yeah. you cannot make something tight on only your neck that goes up to your <laughs> temples like yeah. no material will do that nothing is going to work the way yeah that you'd have to paint comics. it on and it's my favorite design element like it's my favorite i i think um, i'm not going out on a limb saying that if your costume can be compared to <laughs> it's a bad costume <laughs> he has metal teal boots <laughs> A, a, a hot pink chest headband connected <laughs> to his like, neck fabric <laughs> all of this serves no purpose and then like like Sydney's saying he wears a brown trench coat over a all of that hideous brown trench coat over <laughs> Listen, that it, not, not to fingerless gloves um, oh yeah go ahead finish this no question. that's it it's all right. the last <laughs> egregious um, detail not to evoke anime again but it's the it's the oh, Jotaro's yeah. hat thing it's just like they looks play um, into that so much in it, the anime that's taken into the next level I yeah, fucking love Jotaro's hat they're like the, what is it and then they show him taking it off and it's like part hair part hat uh somebody like, even somebody in the anime they're the like okay we have to figure I'm out i'm sure she'd get a kick out of that well for our listeners yeah the, the character is wearing a hat but it's shaded in a way where you can see they the hair is coming we definitely did episode? yeah but if maybe they didn't hear that one but the hair is coming out of the back of where the hat should be so it's so ambiguous where the hat ends and his hair begins <laughs> yeah it's in such it's a even worse way. in um in part four where he's wearing like first he's wearing a yeah. black hat oh, yeah. and Wait, then he wears a right, white here's, here's hat with part. black hair and you're like well and obviously this will clear yeah. it up and it doesn't it's no <laughs> now i'll understand okay. that doesn't Still doesn't help at they all they did that on purpose i'm looking at this photo <laughs> they really no, did. they did it it <laughs> yeah. looks like this, a this is, his, this is his original yeah. design yeah uh, it's also more ambiguous. It's you know what that is? It's a visor. That's a visor. <laughs> oh, you wish. You wish you could attach any and then just any logic to it. The thing no, is, he takes hat. it off anyway, sometimes, and it's and a whole hat. The, like you can like see the back of it when you yeah, take it off. It doesn't make any fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, but sometimes they'll make it look like it actually has hair coming out of it. Sometimes back, it's like a like, regular what? cap what? with a hole in the back for his hair to be seen through the back of it. Anyway, the point that we're trying to make is that the costumes invincible are not designed like this. They're not designed to make you angry. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, it's it's a great show. I love. I like the. I think it's well executed. Is what I I'm so, the most surprised about. Like this is a just a money printer. And it came like, out of nowhere. Yeah, for me, this should have. That's that's what I thought when they announced this. I was like, why didn't this come out like five? No, years the cultural ago? moment is now. When the cultural Iron moment Man... is now. I understand why they it, from a money making perspective. Yes, they could have done it five years ago, but from like where. Yeah. The culture is it makes the most sense to make it right You're now. All at yeah. How many more freaking endgame Ragnaroks yeah. we've seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You're right. Yeah. 
I think, um, yeah, now even Marvel is trying to subvert Marvel. They're doing a real shit job exactly, of it. Yeah. They're doing uh, their best. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're yeah. trying. They tried. They, they but, first uh, tried with Jessica Jones and, uh, and Daredevil, but those got oh, cut off at so the good. knees. Uh, well, Seb, since uh, yeah. before you get into a Netflix tangent, why don't you talk about Invincible? What did you think of the show? All right. God, so so um, I watched this like over a month, like a month ago, I mm-hmm. think, because I was on this kick where um, I was just getting things done ahead of time. And I watched the first episode. Yeah, that, that's how long yeah, we've had we, we, yeah. we knew we were uh, doing we, this We've for known a while. about doing all the all the January, Once July, again, June, July. That's going to be my bad, yeah. guys. No, no, no. It's not your bad. Like, you, I'll share We were going to take forever to do it anyway because uh, we were still doing a, a different loop mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. It doesn't yeah so uh yeah so i i watched this ahead of time and i watched the first episode and i was like yo i'm really interested in this and then the more i watched the more i was invested in it and i was like dude when's he gonna find out about his dad dude what's the actual deal with his dad and all this and does he actually love mark and the mom or you know what's going on here um i just got really invested and i bet the whole thing in a day i was watching it partly while i was working um, and then even after I stopped working, I was, um, you know, still invested in it. And I, I, what is this like eight episodes? I think. Yeah. So it's not even that long. Um, I think each, but they are 45 yeah, they're minutes, each 45 minutes, but it's, than. it's not yeah, that's really like that every long. Every show now is like, you find out, oh fuck, it's only six episodes. Like, oh, they're each an hour. It's like, oh, okay. That's yeah. Still but that's constant. still, you could binge it easily in a day. Yeah, like this, I don't know. I'm not as yeah. If you don't have to work at your job, then yeah, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I was really not working because I was winding down with my last group, and they didn't have any work they could give me because I was, you know, about to move to another group. So and this is parody. She's not admitting guilt on a podcast. <laughs> of course not. Is it illegal to watch a TV show? <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, uh, you know, if you're at a defense contractor, I'd say it's a moral imperative to watch TV shows at your job. Yeah, just for, just as an example. Uh, I even watch them when I'm in plant. So I mean, except when I'm in the back. locked area. But uh, I mean, George watches them on the toilet. <laughs> that, that was yeah. old news. That was great. Um, but anyway, so I, I was. But you liked it, yes? I liked the show a lot. Um, I'm not super into superheroes. Like I do like superheroes sometimes. Um, I enjoyed uh, All Star Superman. I like, you know, X-Men Evolution, all that. I like X-Men in general. I like, you know, just, it, it depends on whether it's a good superhero thing. Like, I just like any content that is good mm-hmm. in general. Right, but you were not um, drawn particular to, particularly to <laughs> yeah, superhero yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wow, are you sure you want to die in this hill? You like I will not claim media. ever yeah. to, to enjoy things that are good. I simply think that is too far. Okay. Oh, man. I, like I also enjoy so things bad. that are bad, but <laughs> I can I've never had a correct opinion in my entire life. <laughs> I've, uh, you know, I, I can, you know, be invested in a genre I'm not normally into if something is good. So I really liked Invincible um, a lot because not because I think of the take on superheroes, because, you know, I've read Watchmen, you know, it's a, it's a thing that they do, you know, superhero bad whatever and there's a lot of superhero good in this show like there's um adam eve Mm -hmm. and you know she's just she just really wants to do what she can that's best for the planet you know there's there's just characters it's so satisfying to watch her do that too she's like fuck it i'm actually mm -hmm. gonna help and you can't i I, I, for sure thought they were gonna really beat down on her like well yeah like you can't do good good, i was i I was reading into it that way too cam because they resolve her arc like in episode Mm -hmm. five Mm -hmm. they resolve it way early so it's like 
okay, what else is going to happen to her? And then nothing else happens to her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she I'm just sure comes she'll to be support her friends. a major yeah. point. Like, yeah, she makes the correct decision of, like, why am I punching aliens? Yeah, but they give her so much people. screen time doing good and then you're like oh this show is all about terrible things yeah. happening. yeah so honestly i thought there was going to be some yeah, stupid sure. love triangle or choice between her sense. and um what's her face they dodged that really, really yeah well, I, I, I like that and actually they end up being friends a lesser a, uh a lesser show would do yeah that. what's her name all of the women i found were written like star very, sapphire uh, the, the women all felt like fully fleshed out characters, mm-hmm. uh, which it, it doesn't always happen, especially in Cape shit. So like, I really, really loved uh, Debbie, right? The mom, um, Sandra yeah. O. Oh. She really felt like a whole person, not just mom, not just wife. You know, she she has her own identity. And I felt the same way about both Adam, Eve and um, Zazie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Debbie, yeah. Debbie so. even asserts her, her own um, individuality because um, Omni-Man is like, Hey, you don't have to work. You could just, you know, stay here and not have to do anything else. Mm. And she's like, I, I like working. I'm a realtor. I like doing what I do. You could just, just shut the fuck up, man. Like I do it. Like they get in arguments all the time. And, you know, normally I feel like she would come out on top if he wasn't the most powerful man in the world. Um, and actually scares yep. her sometimes, I think. Um, or a lot of the time. Um, so I, I also, but she's smart. Yeah, so she's smart. When she's tricked, you believe like the fact that she's tricked. You also understand how everyone else could be tricked, and you understand like the the magnitude of his deception and like betrayal yeah. and how deep it goes. And even because you know she doesn't yeah. know. And... Even when she's tricked, she still maintains a level of suspicion. Like she goes in and looks at his other, um, like his his old costume, or you know he she goes snooping around and and. Uh, Damien Darkblood comes in and she finds his notebook and, you know, just all this stuff. And she just, uh, you know, she doesn't take everything at face value. You understand that she wants to believe her husband. Like, you know, nobody wants to believe their husband is a murderer. Um, but she, she doesn't just take that as at face value once weird things start cropping up. And actually, um, one of the things when I was initially watching the show was I was impressed about the fleshing out of the relationship of the parents um, and Mark's relationship with them because they really do focus at first um, on how they are, you know, a happy little family. Mark's an awkward teenager. It's weird when they show affection for each other, get a room, mom and dad, you know, like that kind of thing. But they still do things together. Um, And I appreciated that. And that was one of the things that drove me to be kind of like, oh, but did he really do the killing of the other superheroes on purpose or did he not? Um, So, or was there a reason or did he just go ballistic because Mark got his powers and he just doesn't know how to deal with that or, you know, just stuff like that. Um, Oh, that was another thing just before I forget is, you you know, we talk about not falling into pitfalls Mm -hmm. or doing tropes. Mm -hmm. And um, I was afraid they were going to pull a sky high. <laughs> uh, if any of us are you familiar, I was so wow. sure. We got to watch sky high. So sky high is the 2006. It. it matters I'm because I am a real. I'm a. I'm a verified, bona fide comic book girl. But I still like. I consumed all kinds of superhero shit, and that included sky high. And Kurt Russell, his dad in that, is basically Omni Man, um, and he doesn't get his powers. It, until very very late it's like a whole thing it's a it's a point of drama it's a point of tension is that like he doesn't have them and i loved that they just broke that immediately they're like oh no yes. they're here 
He's got. Yeah, I love that he's just working his stupid fast food job, and he he gets mad and accidentally throws a fucking garbage bag like into space. That was the best Uh, way to do that. Just be like the description of flying too. I really uh liked the idea that it's like pressure. It just it really goes into things that are cool details. Mm -hmm. It it goes for the details instead of the big ideas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, the de- the details were what really charmed me about it, and mm-hmm. felt like it made the the world stand out from this again litany of like dark superhero versions. Yeah, so. from the bright burns um, of the world. <laughs> yeah, from the distant. All right, none of us saw it. It could be good. George you know, enjoyed it. Nobody. Paul J. Um, I. But uh, yeah. So I enjoyed that whole mystery and the kind of the drama of like what's going to happen to the family is the family going to be okay of course the family's not okay and later on omni-man is like your mom's more like a pet and i was like oh no uh and and mark just he's so mad like he's not just mad for himself and he's not just mad at his dad he's just really hurt for his mom and i really that really impressed me like not impressed but it made a really big impression on me um that mark not only cared about himself and his dad but he he was just constantly talking that during that entire fight about like what about mom what about mom and omni man's just like well she's like a pet and you know it was just keeping up appearances and whatever but then you get that flashback and he's like oh i should actually have fun with my son um and but it said that also that line from him the the reveal of how he views humanity mm-hmm. that the person that you know in our society would be like his his equal and his favorite person he sees that way mm-hmm. like he it's said in the same way that people will sometimes like to for lack of a better phrase like show their ass like he says it like so nonchalantly mm-hmm. he says it like it's not a big deal he just drops yeah. this on mark yeah and as if mark is just going to accept that then, suddenly you, you even though he's been raised this, this way because now you are powerful as well you must instantly yeah. have known that they are all they are the all rodents stuff, yeah. to you yeah, and yeah, it so lots of nature versus yeah. nature things. And and there up. was also the the whole you know, think Mark in three thousand years or five hundred years when everybody else is dead, what are you gonna have? And Mark is just like, I'd have you, Dad. And oh my God, that that hurt. You know oh, yeah. that that really Heartbreak. hurt. It's a well done moment. Um, but I I forgot to mention real quick stuff. I do because I know we're gonna talk about it. I don't wanna, I don't want to miss my chance if I okay. forget. But that last episode is is brutal and i think some of the dialogue is really some of my favorite stuff from mm-hmm. the show but i think it is a little bit torture porny with like oh yeah the rest of the series i feel like it's a little it's not more tame but this is like 40 minutes of, yeah of it definitely gets like we people. get it it hits mm-hmm. that like we get it point mm-hmm. you're like yeah. okay i the point has been conveyed with this i did get that as well for 45 minutes they're like now omni-man has crossed the line it's like no <laughs> you just keep doing it over and over again i just like, wanted to uh also ask i just thought of this if anybody yeah. had any like favorite lines or favorite moments I just wanted to drop that we couldn't stop talking about the cat man from another dimension that just showed up. Oh, Battle up Beast. Yeah, he's absolutely great. Absolutely wrecked. Yeah. E- Battle Beast wrecked. There's something that they do with him in the comics dips. later that I'm holding out hope for. I, I assume they will get to it in like season three or Battle whatever Beast. if this goes on a linear thing. But having him show up and mm. uh, own everyone. Yeah, they own everyone and then leave. Like, I, I love that. Wait, is that the thing with yeah, the Yeah, when they go when he's like when he's going to fight Machine Head and uh, Machine Head's like, "Oh, I hired the best of the best to keep you guys away." And this one guy who looks like a lion man with a mace just owns everyone oh, yeah. like okay. like absolutely yeah. like 
unfixably kills three characters on the show and leaves it's it's very good and that's a thing that feels like laying Mm -hmm. groundwork laying track for future stuff same thing with the time the aliens the idea that gravity affects time differently on their mm-hmm. world and so when they're in our world mm-hmm. they age prematurely like that's yeah, super I'm not cool gonna... that was incredible um, and that they would just so come yeah. back you know like in one day uh-huh. and it's been 20 years yeah. for them and the the one guy who um got it's like generation yeah the, the one guy who got beat up and he's got this huge scar on his face he's he's had this whole arc in his other planet like in the other dimension and you're just like i w- like i was interested in his arc like he's had time to stew yeah. like he just wants revenge this is a whole thing for so, him but it's only been a day yeah, for, for us, us their planet is the beach that so the, yeah so there's away. so there's a character yeah. in the show <laughs> that um was a you know is a is a joke in the show and a joke in the um in the comic that uh is one of my favorite things to come back like one of my favorite seeds they plant that that works is uh, Alan, Alan the alien, uh, Seth Rogen's character, who shows up. I love he him. He shows up and uh, he oh, telepathically so, so good. talks Such to a good, Mark, like, twist. and he's like, um, "Oh, I'm just here to see if this planet can defend itself. I'm, I'm not actually going to hurt or kill anyone." Well, no, but, but yeah. that's but the important thing is that we see Omni Man send yeah. Mark to deal with it. There's uh-huh. an alien in the atmosphere, and Omni Man is like, "This is a baby job for you. Go beat the yeah. shit out of him and run him off." And Mark asks him, uh-huh. like, yeah. they talk instead. Yeah, so it's a, that's a, that's a yeah, good and, moment. and Mark's like, and... Uh, he he's like, wait, aren't you? What, what's he say? Like, Earth or Urath? Urath. Urath. Like... And then Mark's yeah. like, wait, no, this is Earth, and he wasn't supposed to be here the whole time. Yeah, I like yeah. that he just fucked up. Yeah. he was at the wrong place. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, this, this is, is not, not good, good for me. For me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I when I told when I told and my boss they were pissed. They said the Earth is out. off limits. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but there's a Viltrumite on your planet. Like that's that stuff. Um, <laughs> the fact that yeah, a, yeah. a day late. So that's uh, yeah, the, very... the slow build up towards that is evil. Yeah, and it's like he missed that. Like Alan the alien missed that whole arc, and he's here. But like he is important in the sense that like in the larger story arc of invincible is more about like how the galaxy treats earth as much as it is. What is Mark going to do with his powers and what's going on there? Like, mm-hmm. so, but so they're, you know, laying seeds for that, but the way that that scene resolves itself. And I loved that because it is good enough to end the eighth episode on. Like they, they make a big, mm-hmm. the, the eighth episode has like six endings. Cause they're, they're like, uh, you know, oh, working yeah. on, on different, story threads and characters and showing the guardians of the globe and showing um you know adam eve and and showing mark recovering and showing the government trying to plan for future evil supermen but like the thing i'm doing what i've been doing since the beginning yeah so so yeah so but like the thing that actually works to end it on they could have ended it on any of those scenes after omni man leaves you could have cut the show off and rolled credits at any of those scenes but the one that works is the conversation with Alan the alien because I think because uh-huh. of the way this character works, he shows like, uh, yeah, you know, not Look everything in this it. galaxy is here to hurt you. And, you know, because th- this, yeah. And yeah. your dad's approach, the violence mm-hmm. first questions later approach is mm-hmm. not the only way to look at it. And it's like, it. here's, yeah. That's the hope and humanity part. That's the human. Here's your first success. Yeah, it, here's your first success story coming back to say, hey, this is one thing you did a good job with. And it's, it's nice. Yeah. And he also understands that being a superhero isn't the whole thing. You know, he's, he, well, one thing is he's trying to have a girlfriend this entire time. And apparently she knows about everything because her and Adam Eve are, are like Mm -hmm. 
friends or something and she's like hey he's invincible um but anyway so he's trying to do that the whole time and then when alan is like what are you gonna do now doesn't she figure it out on her own i i got the impression that adam eve told her because they'd been talking occasionally during the show i think it's a little bit okay maybe maybe adam yeah that was another thing that like with the oh man when is he gonna get his powers i think they in in on the other hand they drag out the little like Oh, I'm I'm a superhero. I'm trying to have a girlfriend. Yeah. thing a little. That was my but least favorite plot, I bet that was... but it was okay that it was there. Yeah, it's just hard to. I, maybe it's because of the Marvel movies now, but it's hard to deal with any superhero identity plot. Yeah, they all have girlfriends I... that they're trying to hide everything from. It was a nice twist that well, he they tells did her. Did away with it all. In, in it's. The, in the movies. I liked that he tells her, and she's like, "Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm still break. You know." It's, yeah, it doesn't change yeah, that you're a bad boyfriend. Like, it's yes. not an excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. liked that twist. I just wish it had happened sooner. You're, I think you're right. I think they, they did yeah. kind of make but, it last a little too long. But it is great right. of like, oh, I know you're still being a dick about yeah. this. Yeah, so. but what, I, what I'm trying I, to say... I hate when they're like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. What, what I'm trying to say is, you know, he's trying to have... Like, he knows that being a superhero isn't everything, despite what his dad keeps t- trying to tell him. So at the end, when Alan's yeah. like hey, what are you going to do next? He's like, I don't know. If it, like, it, it flashes through, like, all the things he could be doing, like, all the things that are going to happen in the future. And he's like, I don't know, try to finish high school. You know, the end, whatever. Um, and I I appreciate that. Like, you know, it's going to be, like, it was even a little bit during this was a little bit Monster of the Week. Um, but it was always going forward, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I just really appreciated the whole thing. Um, like, I especially appreciated the family dynamic. I appreciated the the mystery of, like, hey, why exactly did the dad do that? Though, when he goes into the other dimension and deals with the other aliens, and he's like, Earth isn't yours to conquer, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, he, he just wants to take over Earth. That's it. Uh, but then there's still the mystery of, is that why he got sent to Earth, or is he just a rogue Viltrumite and he got exiled or something like that? Like, I was trying to figure out, like, is there going to be another twist on this, or is there going to be the twist that Vilt- Viltrum is just assholes? Um, yeah. We intentionally didn't look up a lot of stuff yeah, I didn't about either. Viltrum. Like, we haven't, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I didn't read the Though, comic, um, and we've intentionally you're not, you're not avoided like, it's, it's learning fine, backstory you're not missing stuff. Anything. I know. Yeah, the, the yeah, last no, episode sure. is called wanted... Where I Actually, Where I Really Come From, so I read the title of that, and I was like, oh, there's something weird going on with Viltrum. Um, um, I, I think that for me, the cool tension going into future seasons is the, the idea of, um, of Omni-Man reject like what if he splits from Viltrum so yeah the right. idea that I, maybe can he ever come back from what yeah uh, and like know. does he maybe not spare Earth or maybe not do what he was supposed to do but he also doesn't like protect everyone you know there's just a cool a, co- a lot of possibilities so the big thing coming out of the the finale for me was just all the possibilities yeah I'm so. looking forward to I'm the next season where it goes and yeah I, I want to know glad they have two more on the docket I think three is a good yeah yeah, um, I want to know what happens. I don't think they went with that. ten yeah. seasons so, of Rick and Morty about mm-hmm. it. Alex, what did you think of the show Invincible? Hello, <laughs> Alex, wake up. Uh, I'm here. Hi, podcast. Pause the YouTube video. Seven hour um, done. What do you think? Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> I had fun with this. I, um, I, I, we've probably well established this on this podcast at this point, but I'm a little bit less in the pocket for superhero stuff than a couple of our other hosts. I won't name names. Um, but I'm in the pocket of big superhero. <laughs> oh yeah, big <laughs> But it, 
it uh, was still pretty fun. I um, I had watched a bit of this kind of in the background uh, while Cam was watching through it for the first time. So I had seen the first episode, or at least most of it. And then I had seen a lot of, I want to say like episode five or six. Whenever they fight the mob boss, Machine I watched most yeah. of that episode too. Yeah. And uh, I... The, I mean, having just watched those two episodes, I thought it would be a little bit more gratuitous than it was, because those are probably the two, outside of the last episode, two of the oh, most yeah, violent true. episodes. Both of those episodes are entirely I don't know, how about, yeah, that's, that subway, the subway is really the part where I, uh, oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, I need to take a break. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like if that was the major fucked up thing that Omni-Man does in the last episode but then there's like the whole like then you get it doesn't matter anyway but yeah that scene yeah. is really striking and I, I think they meant it to be that way yeah but, it, it uh, but I had expected this to be a little bit more gratuitous just having seen like some of the most messed up parts on the show yeah uh, kind of out of context and the show definitely plays uh, that but... to its advantage by being like oh look as part of the framing of the show when the title comes up there's gonna be blood on it it's like oh you know it's gonna be bad it's gonna get real and bad every time it's yeah. bloodier and more of the title is covered in blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh i i enjoyed this i um i liked uh mark as a character i think when you do kind of teenage superhero kind of characters, it can really go either way for me. Um, I they they stray from the high school drama pretty quickly, which I enjoyed. I don't. Yeah, thank God. I was not too interested in superheroes in high school, and I think we talked about this when we did the X Men cartoon. But uh, it's not it's not my bag uh, personally. And I like that they kind of, once he got his powers, you know, he punched out the bully, sure. But, like, after that, they're like, fine, you know, uh, we're, he's a superhero now. And they know that, like, we've all been to high school. They're like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know what this part is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't the interesting part of this story, so. Yeah, it's like, we have to address this, but we'll move on from it pretty quickly. Yeah, and I liked a lot of the uh, a lot of the story stuff with the like new Guardians of the Globe. I, I don't uh, all of those guys were pretty fun. I liked the idea that the um, the robot man was putting together a team, but there was kind of a sinister thing. Like you didn't know what he was doing. He's breaking that's guys the, out of prison. Totally oh yeah, he's another that twist. At all. Like, yeah, that's right. That was a whole There's plot There's so line. much in this show. That. The yeah, twins. That, that kind of twins plot I love the twins. Was really was really fun oh yeah the I, twins i really love oh yeah oh my god wow That's see like he whole... just i took i'm glad huh. alex friggin remembered this whole section of the show yeah that, that, <laughs> was, that was kind of the thing that pulled pulled me through the middle of this series um i really i was very interested in what like oh what uh, what are the two clone guys making for him like why did they why did he do this is he really just a robot a lot of those questions were pretty fun and interesting to kind of figure out um, I the don't want to. Oh, that was a little bit weird. I I get it. Oh I, I yeah. Understand like oh he wants a human body but he also wants <laughs> wants a teenage body so he can. It's so bizarre. Romantic. Yeah. So like yeah. the girl he wants to date looks young but is old. So he's a and robot. He's so old, he makes himself young. young to match her, and she's like, "This is weird." Yeah. And he's like, "What? That never occurred to me." But then also she's like, "This is weird," and he's like, "Oh, oh shit, really?" Yeah. But also it's like she's kind of like, I mean, okay, like I'm yeah. I'm a grown woman stuck in the body of a like I'm getting younger, so. I mean, this isn't even the weirdest yeah. thing that's happening to me. Yeah. Dude, so I kind weird, of wanted to talk about all this on my thing, but I just it just went 
too far, like it went too long. Yeah, well, yeah, there's well, just I, too much to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was really interested in all of the mystery and payoff for that, but the payoff was weird. And I think they probably, oh, yeah. if they do a season two, they'll probably go into that. A yeah, little I was more. like, oh, is this scene, pedophilia? Is this the like scene where like what is this? The thing that got me was the you know when they finish that Alex when they they make mm-hmm. him um, they make him the body that that scene where the twins are like you never mm-hmm. know which one you are yeah oh yeah I the thought, idea that it yeah. isn't a duplicate it's like well it is a duplicate but it's it's a timeline split essentially like there are two of you and one of you do, like you're making two which yeah. means that one is superfluous and Spencer and I talked about. That scene for like an if hour, just the implications. In, if you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, the video game. I was about to mention one. that one. It it does the same yeah, thing. That's so where it's. If you can stomach a horror game, it's one of my favorites. It's, in how I don't know. I get yeah. pretty knock-kneed. Anyway, but yeah. yeah, all that stuff was really interesting. I liked um, the blue blue twins as a character. I think they were pretty fun. Uh, for villains, they were pretty fun and interesting. And yeah, and competent too. So easily, like, like it seems like they should have died in the second episode. They had some they... good comedic beats, and they're like I not idiots. Worried about them. Yeah, I, yeah, was I like, like them. These boys aren't gonna die, are they? I like them too much. I like their <laughs> yeah. black nail polish. I like their banter. But, yeah, um, they're not just two they dumb were my, twins. They were probably my they're one of my smart, favorite parts of the show. I'd say because they're not like real real characters in the I comics. I knew you'd like them, and that was a big surprise. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, Sid. I, when I Nick knew was that mentioning, Nick oh, one of my favorite parts. Somehow, it's something about that. Oh, it's, it's because it's uh, I don't know, because yeah. <laughs> a wacky science fiction concept that they take too seriously. Of course, is the thing that I never shut up about. Maybe. <laughs> and they're blue, and they wear giant turtleneck mm. sleeveless jumpsuits just like that Nick. are capris, and like he's they're always just, doing that. They've got such great style. But then they but, still also use guns. Yeah, they they seem stupid at first, yeah, and then later cool. on, they're like, actually, we're really cool scientists, and we grow our own selves. Whereas I, I thought it was like Kevin somebody Michael else Richardson, copied them or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, great delivery on him. Um, but yeah, I had fun with a lot of the side characters. It was it was interesting to see, like, um, we've talked about this in other episodes, but I love seeing people's superpowers. Like, that's the one thing on, about superheroes that works. Cool stuff. The, yeah. like, insane, dumb powers that they can think of. And, like, some of them are pretty standard. It's like, oh, you can clone yourself, or oh, you can run fast. But... Like, a couple of them are like, oh, you can transform into a monster, but it makes you younger every time you do it. Like, well, that's a weird, I, crazy so great. The, the clone yourself, too, and I, I yes. know you're just probably rattling this off as an example, but duplicate. Um, the multiple great girl name. that clones herself. Du- duplicate, <laughs> yeah. Duplicate is a great name, and then her clones, like, die. Like, oh, yeah, they, they having to watch clones. herself die like, several times. Yeah, I, I love the whole... They don't, like, disappear or disintegrate or, like, you know, they don't do a science fiction thing. They just, like, drop, like, flies yeah, around her. That's a, that was that's such a great, a cool I loved, um, great tactical use of gore. I think they're pretty unsubtle with a lot of the use of gore in this show, mm-hmm. but I think that yeah. was a great way to actually sell they trade off of one of these powers. Yeah, I love that um, they... They act like, like, a lot of the other characters act like Kate Prime, which I think is the original Kate, um, is, like, the person, and the clones aren't real people, and she's always just kind of, like, they're just always kind of, like, we're all different, like, we're, we all have feelings, man, like, Mm -hmm. fuck off, you know, (laughs) Kate Prime isn't the only one of us, kind of thing. And, um, while we're on that, um, uh, of course all these characters were named to be pun names for fun, you know, but Rexplode is an incredible name. Of course. Yeah. Uh, 
and and the decision <laughs> oh, that's the to have him be played by Jason Manzukis is uh, also like the the decision, right? Like, uh, you it's hard to sell just how much of a like you know teenage dickhead this character is, unless you get Jason Manzukis to do it. In which case, you can now believe how this character could have yeah. three girlfriends in over the course of the show, despite being a huge asshole the whole time. It's like, well, it's. J- well, yeah. Turned, yeah. They turned him way Well, up. I mean, it's Jason Manzoukas, so of course not. It's so fun to have someone in this story yeah. Oh, yeah. in Jason Manzoukas' insane voice, just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, when you yourself I, like, I kept expecting him to uh, claim to be the host of the show, like he was, like, to Scott Ackerman. <laughs> What's yeah, yeah, exactly, of course. Just, it's in but, his will. But yeah, he he's a great fit for the show. It's a very nice. Yeah, uh, Gillian, uh, Gillian Jacobs too. I, sh- you know, it's so hard for me to see her as anything Britta. other than Community. Even though she's done plenty, you know, she she's done a lot of stuff. I don't mean to, you know, yeah. pigeonhole her, but she was everybody just blended into their roles really well, and I think it's a testament to how well it's written. So if you can't tell, I really liked it, and I think it's really well written. And there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just I enjoyed the side character plots a lot. I think that the the main mystery is is fun and interesting and brought me along but once they like banish the demon to hell and it's kind of an open secret that he did actually kill all those people i'm like oh okay yeah i'm gonna get where we're going um great that oh, they yeah. banished the demon to hell Wonderful i thought scene. that scene was really fun they do <laughs> it like, i destroyed this exorcism. only thing I, I destroyed the book he's like we replicated <laughs> it with computers yeah fuck you. <laughs> I, I i google i printed out a google yeah. image of the book and now i can banish you back to hell <laughs> <laughs> Magic is JK. very vague. <laughs> I could just kind of do this, <laughs> but um, yeah, overall it was good. I I thought it was. I mean, I understand what they were doing, and I I, I respect the reveal that he um, Omni Man is very bad and was always very mm-hmm. bad. But I think like I'd have to rewatch it and see how they handle a lot of the foreshadowing because it seems like he is just a completely different character in the last couple episodes. Um, yeah. He loses yeah. it. Once the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, once. Yeah, it's definitely an emotional thing. Yeah, once it. he like, doesn't have to lie anymore because everybody just fucking knows he's very different. Yeah. I but, like, Marcus, like, I've seen you save people, and he's like, it doesn't matter to me. And it's well, like, he's also lying to himself, you can see, because <laughs> yeah. because of that stuff. Like, he's. Yeah. He's just, yeah. like, he doesn't have. He doesn't have it in him to be as heartless as he wants to be. He's spent too much time there. He's gone native. It's too late. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in. I, I now I I'm interested in what they would do with the second season because I think, think that they could really milk. Do you think you'd watch a second milk, season on your own? I don't. Maybe I don't know. I I think they could they could really milk him the threat of him coming back at any point, uh, for like a if whole I was, season. If I was if I was running the show and, and I should never I should never be running the show. If you're, if you're if you're at Amazon services right now and you're looking to dump a billion dollars, don't even think about giving me the show to run. I'll ruin it. But <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want it. <laughs> but um. Are you negging Amazon right now? <laughs> Amazon hired. If it, if it works, it, it works. Work. Anyway, um, but what I would do in the second season, because what they already, because they already kind of turned the season, they they already kind of turned around the pacing by having you know the deaths of the uh, the deaths of the Guardians of the Globe occur at different times and have people find out at different times and like have like the big confrontation take place at different times, like all that stuff kind of gets moved around uh, and uh, having robots real body show. I'm like they're definitely willing to play with time and not just follow the original story directly. So what I would do is I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even show you an image of Omni-Man until like the end of the last episode of the next season. Like just have it in the back of your mind. Yeah. Of course this is, uh, yeah. Cause he's so sinister. It's the threat. It's like, 
yeah, it's like with Homelander, it's like with anything, like, it's the yeah. implied. You know, because, because of the implication. It's you the know. implication. The, oh, yeah. It's because of the implication. <laughs> there we go. Take off know. the Always Sunny box on the bingo card. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't know if I'd watch season two day and date, like, I would, probably wouldn't watch, watch it weekly, but I, I'm interested if people say that it's good, and when they make more of this, I'll probably dip back into it. I'm sure we'll tell you against your will at some yeah, point, so. it'll be another episode of the podcast, because that's the way this fucking show works. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anything we do in real life has to be podcast. Here's the thing. Cam got the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone on here twice, so there's nothing off limits, clearly. <laughs> well, that's because it was so... Egregious it was, yeah. that it needed to be brought. I wasn't well, going to do season worse two. things are funnier. One thing no, the second one wasn't more, as bad as the first one. Um, the thing about the thing about the Twilight Zone season two, Nick, is right. that it's so <laughs> absurd that it's not even that it's like it is bad. But the second season, I wasn't going to do an episode on it, and then it it blew my mind with what it wanted to do, and like, oh god. We didn't even talk. Some people didn't even see the egg episode. That's the thing, Sydney. Is the Amazon egg episode? They didn't see it. But I mean, you saw it. You have CBS All Access, right? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. you do. I, yeah. I definitely <laughs> kept CBS All Access to watch Chex Notes, the second season of Picard. Yeah, that's I guess. All I've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh that God, what a all right! I'm gonna, show. I'm gonna give, go, burn no, through my impressions ask, real right? quick. All right, what, All right, yes. what, uh, one more thing real quick. I, I, I enjoyed the show, but I, uh, before I forget this, I wanted to ask Cam, uh, where does this rank on your Are Superheroes Bad scale of shows? Like, what All is, right, what is that's a good question. Number one? What is number I mean, two? Like, number one is The Boys, I think okay. because I'm more attached to seeing real actors and like the effects that they go through and stuff. Fucking like, normie. I really love the cast they have on The Boys, and so that beats this out for me. Okay. Is this and in then, the top top three? Top the boys five? is also definitely like closer. What to else our do I have to pick world. from? You could know, talk I, about I the I HBO Watchmen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, OG yeah. Watchmen is yeah, one. I mean, yeah. um, That'll always show. be is the it, best Yeah, that works. Are we Never. counting Hancock? <laughs> Are you counting that? Yeah, it's the one you couldn't Hancock. remember the name of earlier. <laughs> Kim, where is this? Where does this rank I'll on a scale of uh, of Mega Mind to Irredeemable? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Mega Mind is very good, actually. I'd say it's one of the most tolerable. I, but, uh, oh, I think I think Chronicle. I hate to mention Chronicle, but I think because Chronicle Max Landis is attached to it because it's like realistic. Because Max <laughs> Landis, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> um, I hate so to good. give Max. I should bleep his name. Service, we'll, I'll bleep his name in post. <laughs> that's another dark superhero. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, Chronicle, I fucking love. I, this This is really good, but I think I have some other things that skew more towards my interests. Okay, right. okay. okay. This is super this, solid. Because you're the yeah. connoisseur. Yeah, and it's what's always... what's your favorite, then? The Boys, you said The Boys was your favorite. The Boys, yeah, if, if Watchmen counts, then Watchmen is definitely... The book is better than The Boys, yeah. for sure. But, yeah. but, you know, that's... It feels silly, almost silly to compare them. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> the Mona Lisa. You yeah, even though they're like, you know, have very here's similar... The Mona Lisa. Here's the Mona Lisa, and here's a really cool art of Goku punching Vegeta. Uh... It's like, these are obviously not the same, but I like them equally. <laughs> oh, but I like the Goku! <laughs> Name-dropping Watchmen is so hard because it literally does feel like name-drop... Like, Oh, you like paintings? My favorite painting is the Mona Lisa. Like it's, yeah. it, it, you yeah. know, it I really mentioned this, I think, like last week, where uh, it's like anytime you you're like art, somebody's like, ah, yes, Picasso, <laughs> or something like that. We, we talked about yeah. this with uh, Nick and uh, being the comic guy too. Yeah. 
yeah yeah exactly you have I, to I like had, I ha- yeah that's why that's why people are constantly talking to me about it which is why i'm getting more irritated at the concept of loki or whatever but anyway that's not what we're talking about anyway we were talking about can't i nick do you, uh, you like, know do i you do like this uh, i I, I have. Uh, Cam, it's funny that uh, Cam was Never like, Nick, have you read watch. Invincible? At some point you asked me that, which is so funny because Cam gave me the hardcover. <laughs> like, he bought it for me as a present <laughs> once. And I guess I mean, that's I guess that's he, a fair you, question. You could have not read it. it. That's a totally fair thing uh, for, for to have happened. No, I did forget <laughs> I gave it to um, But yeah, I read that uh, first big hardcover, which is like the first 25 issues or something like that. And I liked Invincible, and I, I went and found it digitally to read more of it afterwards because the second hardcover was too expensive for me at the time. Um, and I I enjoyed it, but it didn't like stick in my mind as something that was really revolutionary. Of course, this is because I'm reading it years and years after it was printed. I knew what was going on with Invincible before I ever read it, and I am reading it like, you know... 10 years later or whatever when uh the twists are already public if you know about comics and if you uh don't know then it's like oh i've seen this before i saw this in brightburn or whatever you know like it's it's not so it's it's not new to you and it it wasn't new to me which is why i was like okay i'm sure the invincible show that everyone's telling me to watch is fine but i've already read the comic so how good could it possibly be and what um you Sydney and Cam had both said was well the cast makes it good and I'm like well how good could the cast possibly be that it could elevate this material and then I looked at the cast and I'm like oh yeah, yeah. who could yeah, yeah exactly be on it's the like cast. oh uh, you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it ten people I like <laughs> wow yeah, like Cam said it's like a side character that's in yeah. it for two minutes is John Hamm and like yeah. so his friend's boyfriend is the like guy Jonathan who... Groff like. The guy who makes the uh, superhero costumes. That's Mark Hamill. Like, of course he's there. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I forgot about that. God, that's a whole other plot. They really cram so much stuff into this. I don't even look at voice actors. We were like Mm -hmm. physically exhausted. Oh, you gotta. So so this stuff is. I didn't even recognize Clancy Brown. It makes it more fun for me. Yeah, so I that's, that, um, so. I mean, and of course, like, I, yeah, I love looking at voice talent for stuff like that, shows. and I, I get too into animation and knowing who the voice actors are and everything. And my, uh, I'm going to front load my complaint, which I already talked about, which I think the animation definitely needs work. And I'm sure it is not because mm-hmm. the people working on it are not talented. I, I know it's not that. And I know it's not that they yeah, did no, not have enough money. Good. I know it's not that they didn't have it. It looks good still. Yeah. Like, it looks oh, good it's a stills, fine the, still the, image. Um, I'm not saying that the characters look yeah, awful. Yeah, the composition of each shot is like fine. Yeah. Like, it, it's just in yeah, motion. When a character, it's kind of jerky when a character and not very fluid. When walking, for example, across a floor, and I'm like, oh, what? Uh, like, like it, it totally breaks like... my suspension of disbelief <laughs> when somebody does a very normal thing. It does the same thing. Yeah, when um, in Justice League Unlimited, the the you know the yes. Bruce Tim style of the '90s and early 2000s, when everybody walks uh-huh. their legs just like yeah, oh yes, you know and like their their butt doesn't exist. Especially... Like I'm gesturing on a podcast, their legs just overlap <laughs> See, weirdly on a butt. It's funny you bring that up, Cindy, because that's, that's especially egregious. Because those are like the animation masters at the peak of their craft and they were just told to shit something out in three months because it was going to be on Cartoon Network. So (laughs) it's like, all right, well, the designs have to get cheaper, the animation has to get cheaper, and this has got to come out faster. Whereas if you go back to, you know, Batman the Animated Series and you look at, like, episode one or whatever, they're like, we're going to show this at primetime on Fox. And when Bruce Wayne, not even Batman, when he is talking to somebody who is not even, like, the villain of the week or whatever, he's talking to Alfred and he's like, 
really smoothly moving to put something in his pocket and doing all these things that you would only ever get yeah There's you would literally just more frames you would only get like earlier, this yeah. like the stage direction that you would get from a real actor in a, on a real uh film set of like these little mannerisms and things people aren't ever using the same poses and bruce wayne's always making that stupid face because that's what he thinks that real people look Gestures. like and it's oh, like yeah. it's all there and it just moves so smoothly i think about the way that they have batman's cape move on that show like all the time and yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know if That's I've true. talked about this on pod before or if, or if it was something I talked to Bink about, but in animation, when they think about those little mannerisms, it's extremely deliberate. Mm-hmm. Like every single, like every single thing is storyboarded. Every single thing is drawn out rather mm-hmm. than if you have an actor on set who is doing that themselves, who might even unconsciously be doing the mannerisms or doing them individually. Mm-hmm. Whereas in animation, you have to be extremely deliberate with everything you do it. And that's just really impressive when they can do that. And I just don't see a lot of that in this show. No, not at all. Um, and you could say it's because they're adapting it from still images, but uh, I, which, you know, they do a great job with. But <laughs> it's also just, I feel like that's one of those things that in the big money blender that created this show, it's one of those things that they think people do not care about. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter if the voice acting is good, if the story is good. The the animation, it's just a bunch of pictures. It's SpongeBob. Who cares? Meanwhile, uh, SpongeBob looks absolutely gorgeous to animation freaks. Like, uh, you know, it's it? one of those things that people spend way too Sometimes, much time yeah. on. Um, but anyway, it's... Can I, can I, can I, I just want to yeah. interject one more thing about the animation. When Mark learns to levitate, he just does it all the time throughout the house. And Omni-Man does it too. And I'm like... How oh, much yeah. of this was a like <laughs> time saver, budget saver? In yeah, the that saves a lot of money I, when you got no yeah. light walks. Like, yeah, because one, one time see, I, I liked it. He, he came home and he's like, "Oh, I fight him." Yeah, and, and he, he just, just starts, starts floating. floating. I'm like, "Are you sure? You really like? I feel like I thought he was like bed. not comfortable with that. And when he's that, just like, "Yeah, oh, this is so much that better." That saves us like, really? ten thousand dollars every five seconds when it comes back from Korea. Oh yeah, but. And I heard in season actually, two, Mark gets a power where he doesn't have to. A few people I watch on Instagram <laughs> actually worked on this. When he's in space, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. but that's it's it's that, those sort of things that were kind of like eating away at me a little bit. And every time they would be like, "All right, well, in this shot, uh, a bus is going to be moving, but it's not going to be. It's going to be like a, a picture of a bus that you were clicking and dragging across the screen." And uh, yeah, a lot of that. And, um, obviously, like. She does drink a oh. lot of wine, like, just yes. with a little, tiny little O open mouth, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little fish gulps of wine. I did pick up on that, I will admit. It's, and it's it's not the worst thing in the world. There are, there are things that look way worse than no, this. No, there's that worse are, That are way like, more we did egregious. Brave Star. Uh, yeah. that, but, like, it just, it stands out to me because I know that the resources were that there were so many resources that's usually the first thing you think Mm -hmm. about when you think oh this animation project uh looks bad it's probably because a it was rushed or b they didn't have enough money you know and i yeah exactly yeah exactly they clearly didn't i i agree though it's it looks more like shortcuts and not not enough budget rather than animation errors oh yeah it's not like, mistakes it's, not it's it is animation. it is intentional cut corners that you would animation. think that they do not yeah. have to do on a show that is as big as the amazon flagship animation amazon is not putting out any other animation right now it's just this as far as i know yeah so 
for them. I guess it's they were like, yeah, this is great. a test run. We can't like maybe next season it'll be better. I don't even we'll know because the thing is, this was already a huge success, and I don't think that if yeah they yeah exactly if they're like we don't better. need to make yeah. it look better, <laughs> we just need to have an all star cast and have a good script, which I mean are obviously That's important. Where the budget yeah. went. But the thing is, Paying the budget does not have a, a ceiling that it, they Campbell. can hit. It's the same with The Expanse, which uh, Bezos made a big show of renewing during a press conference. Like, Which is a show I, again, genuinely like. Like The Boys, I love The Expanse. I love The Boys. I love this show. But to know that there is the money does not run out ever for the budget of these shows... And they show that off constantly. So for them to be like, this is the most expensive show we've ever made. Look at all the, the hundred celebrities we put in it. And then for it to look like somebody's moving cardboard cutouts across the screen, it really sends a mixed message to me. Yeah, I think you're right in yeah. saying it was just priorities. Like, there's a lot of that. You can kind of see it sometimes in The Boys, too, where it's like, okay, I know Homelander's not going to do this because that would be really hard to, for him mm-hmm. to make him do that. You know, like... He's just eye laser beams are very easy to, or I don't know, I don't know anything about. The but shit, then but every no, but they reserve it because every once in a while in the boys there's like a big freak out, big blow up scene. So, but yeah. you kind of are aware for like you're aware that he's mm-hmm. not going to do that every episode mm-hmm. because it'd be yeah. pricey. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I just was reminded of the one scene where he fantasizes about killing like everyone in that one plaza he just has a fantasy about like yeah just wiping them Mm -hmm. all out and it's so cathartic and invincible i got a lot of that similar Mm -hmm. catharsis of like we know we know deep down that that could um, happen so which is to say that of course the show is good it is very good it takes pieces uh like that that is really my my biggest complaint about the show is is just is the animation which is of course a big part of the show but uh, if you ask me to like give it a grade or, or like to add, say like did you like it would you recommend it I say absolutely like it's it does so much with the uh, base concept and the general conceit the mystery um, I love what they do with these characters the performances that are turned in are all incredible uh, the one that I called out of course was Jason Manzukis who is of course already a like comedic like everyone knows how good Jason Manzukis is if you've seen him in one thing or you've heard him on one podcast you know how funny he is or how like animated he is. Uh, in terms of like his personality, and he just brings that to the, the to this to Rex explode so well. Like, oh yeah, get the manic guy to play a shithead teenager. Like, it works out perfectly. Yeah, there's, yeah, a, there's lot a lot of, of big mouth in... overlap. I haven't Actually, watched any oh, big really? mouth. I feel like that's not my take. Not a lot, but uh, three for sure. at least. But um, I can think of three. <laughs> uh, of course, I liked the the Mahler twins. They are kind of like very ba- much background characters in the comic, and they get more time and development and montages here. Of like you know two big blue guys who are clones of each other. Oof! Yeah. I love a montage, uh-huh. a, a workshop. Especially for montage. like it's some fake ass science shit where it's like in, if you were doing this in live action, you'd have to like go to Spencer's gifts and get everything off the shelf to make the set. But here you can just draw in whatever Jack uh-huh. Kirby machinery you want. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, I I think you know this every choice that they made in terms of a change from the comic to the show is a positive one every single change they made it's they always like knew this needs to be this beat needs to last longer these characters need to interact with each other more uh adam eve needs to uh you know cut her we need to cut her arc short because this drama doesn't work for if we make it last longer and um yeah do you have any other minor uh, well i mean yeah yeah let me, or, or comics so better, I don't know. they changed so would you, if you have they, uh, people 
that liked the comic and maybe also didn't necessarily because they, they uh, I think that things. the comic was like really you know it was good at the time and it's still okay now it's I'd put it kind of on the level of Ultimate Spider-Man where it's a good modernization okay. of a superhero story with good ideas but it's not anything revolutionary if you don't give if you don't give a polished. shit about superheroes then I would still recommend you Watchmen of course but I wouldn't bother recommending you Invincible Invincible is for when you're already bought in Yes. I think that tracks. Um, yeah. And it does 1,000% have the Robert Kirkman problem of him having an interesting idea and not knowing how to end it. Uh, he He's a, he's uh, kind yeah. of a master of blowing that. And I think that's just because he's given way too much power. Like, he made, he made Walking Dead, and it made people a lot of money. And they're like, well, obviously, you're a creative genius who can do anything. And he's like, well, no, I just had one good idea. And so they, they just keep, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, one they just keep piling more idea. and more money on him and, like, be like, yeah, exactly. One, one debatably, debatably good, good idea. idea. <laughs> and because of that, you need to rule the world now. So he has to come up with more and more things to keep escalating it. Uh, there's some really, really ham-fisted drama that happens later on that I, I think they're probably going to cut from the Amazon show just because the discourse would be catastrophic. Uh uh, when, oh boy. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, I think I know what you're talking about. Does it have yes. things related uh, to It's the related to a female character we show? haven't met yet. So, uh, okay, but okay. It, all right. So, I'll just give the minor tease that you should not go look up uh, what the Viltrumite breeding rituals are. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, that's, that's, that's the, uh, the, the Nick anti recommend. Oh, um, but Excellent. So I can already imagine. Yeah. My famous anti-recommend. Do not look up this thing; it will make your life worse. We should do it. Uh, if you like this, if you enjoy this, watch. do not watch or read the following things. But um, yeah, but it's from the same yeah, yeah. series. This, so this is a, this has more layers than I could have even imagined. But um, uh, the the Mahler twin montages and the subplot with robot. Cause this, the subplot with robot is largely new in the sense that it occurs way, way earlier here than it does in the show or in the comic rather. And in the comic, like robust development is spread over the course of like 10 years, like the entire run of the comic. And they are getting, they're rushing to the fun part. They want to get you right to the fireworks factory with all these people. Uh, and I like that, you know, because it, yeah, this, no, this show isn't going to go. For He'll be lucky if it gets anything after that third season that they've already greenlit. It'll be lucky if it reaches that. Mm. Yeah, but I'll be happy with that. Really, yeah, I, th- if, I figure this was compact. just it is money, money printing, printing, but like it's there's because it's money printing. How long yeah. do you have those people on the hook? The four. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know how people make money off. You of lie. Screen. You lie to like, about how many people watched it to an advertiser, and that's how you make money off of it. It's like making money yeah. owning a WeWork or it's like, it's like I oh, I have Twitter. an Amazon account, so I can just watch this. So where, at what point am I giving them money that I'm not already giving? Well, Nick's paying for the Amazon. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yes, I in the theoretical sense. I in this I, case meaning Nick who is paying for the Amazon account. I right. thought about that too with with streaming shows like and i think that's part of the reason like netflix they've said has really transitioned more into doing shows for like two to four mm-hmm. years and then cutting yeah. them off for that reason because it's more cost effective to make new things that hook people to sign up you see they're sign doing up. video games yeah. now but once you're doing but once you to... reach saturation yeah, point then what because when you talk to people, almost everyone you know has uh, an Amazon account I'm, or has an Amazon Prime account or has a fucking Twitch account. Or at or least has access when, to one. When you shoot yourself into space. One thing real quick. Uh, Seb said that Netflix is doing video games now, but she did forget that they did Bandersnatch mm-hmm. a couple years ago, which is a video game. Uh, oh, my God. Bandersnatch. <laughs> we I did that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> call, call out to our uh, previous episode a couple years ago. Yeah. 
Yep. Visual novel bandersnatch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the person who directed that would be so mad if you called it a visual novel to his face. I would love to see that. It's a fucking visual novel <laughs> yeah, FMV. It's the same as Phoenix the Wright. Netflix DVD video game. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, anyway uh, not like yeah, <laughs> I get the kind of feeling in the pit of my stomach about about the Amazon stuff. Like when I like an Amazon thing because I know that it the reason that it is allowed to be good, the reason that it is able to be good is because they the it is an infinite money well that they are able to pull from. And in this case, it's because they you know uh, the Robert Kirkman series has good ideas that could be mined for an interesting animated show. And like the the pieces were all there. You just need to put them in the right order and stretch them or thin them out for the right times. It was something that really just needed an editor. And I think Robert Kirkman was too powerful at the time to have an editor to do good uh, in terms of making Invincible something really special. But this show is different because, you know, you have uh, the ability to get the drama to hit just right in terms of Mm -hmm. Omni-Man, like, killing the Guardians of the Globe and... Well, and they have right, the whole exactly. picture to draw from. They're not trying to make something last. Right. Like, they don't know how many issues right. they have. Yeah, to well, right, Invincible is over. Invincible as They've a comic a bird's had an ending. So yeah. if you are show running this and you're like, well, here's the, our start point, here's our end point, you can choose how much you want to put in from all of that. I think that's the most important part, mm-hmm. Cough Cough Game of Thrones. <laughs> is I think that if you have Stick going into it an understanding of how it's supposed to end, those things can be much more in conversation I mean, with each other. Uh, than, like, cough, cough, full metal alchemist also. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Sorry, anime, but... Well, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about, like, a... I mean, obviously, this is, again, like, comparing things to the Mona Lisa or Watchmen or anything, but when you think about, like... Uh, Alex, when you think about, like, The Sopranos, right? And, like, the way... Yeah, well, oh, I mean, the way that that show ends is definitive it doesn't leave like space for anything and obviously they didn't have it all planned out from the very beginning but being able to stick that landing means that they have plenty of space to pace it out i mean realistically they could have ended like if if uh something happened at hbo or james gandolfini uh left the project because they weren't offering him enough money or whatever they could have cut it off earlier but where they were going makes sense yeah and just to be on a brief Sopranos thing, uh, David Chase had kind of thought he I was going to do that. it. He was going to end it ar- at around season mm-hmm. four, if I remember right. But then they had just kind of picked it up. You, you know, they want HBO wanted him to do more, and he had. Well, I mean, you can ideas, see it from episode like, one. He has it? a mom that he hates, Lydia, and she like is controlling and awful. And is this then, Sopran- oh god, it's you know, uh, from don't talk from to the, Alex that one second on, you can see that. J- that uh, Tony is just going to become her. He he just is his mom. He's the this horrible person <laughs> who has no idea how to talk to another human being. And you can see that he's on that path from the moment that it's there. Yeah, he's doomed. Yeah. It's his destiny. Uh, but like this show has yeah. a has it's an arc good. that you can see from the beginning of like, you know, Mark is obviously not his dad, and how he his relationship to you know the planet that he grew up on is going to be different than his dad's relationship mm-hmm. to it. And that enough, that alone is enough to carry the show. So you can kind of see where it's going. And uh, also I think that the, uh, the montage, uh, not the montage, like the big scene at the end where the, the fake CIA shield guys are like, well, uh, let everyone out of the jail. 
uncollar the monster, use the satellite laser. Like that, that was very cool. That, that like got me excited in a very 14 year old kind of way where where I was like, Oh, obviously this is the coolest thing. Yeah. They fire up all the big guns. I I couldn't stop just saying, saying to myself, Jewish space laser. (laughs) (laughs) They like fired that thing. Oh yeah. It's like, Oh now the conservatives have something to say. Uh, Yeah. Resurrect Abraham Lincoln, get Cthulhu out here. Uh, you know, just yeah. just get whatever we can do to slow. <laughs> Abraham down. Lincoln, I hope vampire that if hunter. I'm ever brought back to death. I I hope that if anyone ever resuscitates me from death, I I open my eyes already <laughs> screaming, yeah. and I take off into the wilderness to <laughs> to avenge myself. It's so funny. <laughs> Without like, asking, why did we think this would work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. It's not like waking up from a nap. I, it is kind of like waking up from a nap in that you're like disoriented and groggy, but you don't, I don't think I'm, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm in a murderous rage about the last thing I thought about before I went to sleep though, usually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I might make you guys watch Buffy sometime, maybe, because they do a thing yes. where Buffy died at one point and then her friends resurrect her and she was like, being dead, like, like she doesn't tell them, but it's like being dead was nice. What the fuck, guys? Like, it was good. Oh, I gotta do uh, this shit again. Yeah. All right. Um. So at the risk of this being a three-hour episode, I think I gotta cut it off there. Uh, Sydney, thank yeah, you Jesus. so much for coming on. Didn't it was, me. was so like it was. This was a really nice topic, and we had a good time. And this is, of course, the mm. end of our all guest loop. We're getting back to our usual bullshit and. Uh, in the spirit of that, unless we have, unless we do manage to get Greg on, well, even if we do, I think we've got other stuff going first. Not yeah. in the yeah. time interval we have, but it's con- yeah. We'll finish. We'll finally put <laughs> guestuary in June to bed. I Any cannot second. believe it's guestuary. I, was guess, not a, I just would guess, like everyone guess. to know that I was all not. Guest. All guests. All guests. There we go. That's the pen. All guests. We should have waited. Why didn't we wait? We should have waited. That's the pitch. Um, but Bug. if you would like an episode of your very, very own, you can send a topic to please don't cast at gmail.com. And that is please don't cast at gmail.com or visit us on Patreon. If you would like to send us money uh, so that I can afford the crippling Amazon debt that allowed them all to watch the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, if you want to get hazardous materials really going, that's true. Yeah. We've been, we've been laying off of it for a while. Uh, no need to do all that. <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. You don't have to we should we should beg no, our fun. listeners into just being like, "Hey, uh, we don't want to do hazardous materials again." Except we actually don't. So, but you can make us. You could make us with money. <laughs> we, it's fun, but goddamn, having two things to do. <laughs> yeah. that's hard. It's yeah. only two things to do if you do it at the very end, <laughs> right when we're also doing the last thing of the month. Right. Uh, so yes. Uh, up next, uh, normally, Which normally next do. in the rotation in the order would be uh, myself. But in the interest of like getting ourselves back on schedule, like when you have to fix your sleep schedule after you go somewhere on a plane, uh, we need to get back yeah. into our Tuesday recording thing. And uh, in order to do that, we're going to do something next episode that all of us have already watched. But Cam was going to have be his own his next episode so, anyway. At at risk of. Uh, op- opening up this whole discussion mm-hmm. thing that may or may not need to happen on Mike. Um, so, are we skipping forward? No, to we're Cam's just he's... in the loop, or are we going to reset? Yeah, Cam, after yeah so we're just so, so Nick and I. Cam gets no, Cam does not get another turn. No, in what's happening? Cam, this is this is Cam's turn so now. We skip him. So he's being moved yeah. from the end of the loop to the beginning. Uh-huh. So it's kind of well. Uh, <laughs> okay, especially considering it's my birthday. <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> alex is like i'm a conscientious objector 
This is no, a question. I'm going to be the yeah, Tim Robinson right. at the end of this episode and say, it's kind of fucked up that you get no, to go next. It's, I'm not going to pay this. <laughs> I should have lied. I should have lied. lied. Fuck. I should have fucking lied. <laughs> All right, look, we, we have we have a rule. But if that you haven't everyone, already figured it out, we have a rule at this or... restaurant that every that everyone <laughs> gets to pick a topic. You can't you can't have all the good have episodes. all the good episodes. <laughs> I got so up to first, complain about the rule for Sydney you and for yeah, Cam, what, what are we, are doing we next referencing? Week? What? Oh. <laughs> all right, yeah. So if if you haven't seen it, or if you haven't understood any of this screaming and yelling, um, we're going to talk about. I think you should leave the Netflix tim robinson sketch show that came about i think 2018 or maybe it was 2019 no yeah. I think it was, I think it was and it just got its second season yeah and it's um, really good but it got its second season i have only seen universal love of this show except for a couple uh people i've shown it to who are like this is <laughs> it is disgusting i've, I've got a couple <laughs> negative like comments but overall yeah good. look yeah it just it's the best thing i've seen it makes like my top Ten like Has this ever things I've <laughs> seen in the last five years. It's every line is so quotable. We couldn't stop doing it a couple minutes ago. Like just, I, <laughs> just yeah, like two seconds ago, now. we're all just screaming at each other. Look, I didn't do <laughs> so shit. I didn't rig gross, shit. I didn't rig shit. <laughs> her her job <laughs> is <laughs> tables. No questions about the tables. Hoping for podcast to fall out. Yeah. What do you What is do? her job? <laughs> One thing I think about all the time is at work I wear a hat and I'm like, okay, I'm wearing my own hat. Oh god. But because Seb just was graciously watched both season one and two, we touched on this in our worst episode ever, but we're going to just talk both seasons, maybe. Maybe we'll That's do right. segment one first season, but it's incredible. If you find any of us enjoyable at all, you'll probably like this show. It's on Netflix. It's a sketch show, so if you're not enjoying yourself three minutes from then, mm-hmm. you'll probably be enjoying yourself. So, mm-hmm. Just let this um, one pass you by. Yeah. The thesis yes. of the show is in the title. So it's about guys that are uh, yes. making you uncomfortable <laughs> and they it's need about to go away. The one guy who makes the show being the dick in every sketch. Yeah. <laughs> not every sketch. Oh, almost not, every sketch. Enough of them that it, yeah. It's like 80 to 90 percent, which was when one of my favorite. When he plays the straight man, it's jarring. Yeah. Oh, he's so good at it, too, though. But yeah, um, yeah, next week next, we're talking. Yeah, next week we're all going to be sitting on the Garfield yeah, couch. Really and uh, Stephen Yoon is in that, too. Yes, uh, yeah. Glenn is excellent job. Yeah, Glenn. I was like, I was like, Glenn from Walking Dead because I watched too much Walking Dead. So, Sydney, thank you so much for being on. You have any? You are very active online. You've got a nice, good presence. You want to plug yourself at all at the end of the show here? Hashtag costuming. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do my stuff. I do my own stuff that is completely separate and different from this in every way. You you talked about weird headbands and sewing. Yeah, yeah, I referenced my cosplay days of trying to make painted on clothes work in real life. Um, but yeah, uh, that's at Canary Costuming, all one word, um, on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I make historical stuff, so check it out. Um, and I love superheroes. And, all right, uh, thank you. Yeah, so uh, we will see you next week with I Think You Should Leave Season 2. And uh, it's so good. God, it's so good. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna take a couple shirts and drive away. It just happens to be hot dog car, random, 
Who did this? We're going to find out who did this. All right. We're going to find out who did this next week. All right. Thank you, everyone. All right. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen.